Hey, it's Hamish from the Writing on Gamescast here, just reminding you that if you feel so inclined, if you've been listening to the show for a while and enjoy what you hear, you can always rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It's not something we really ask a lot, and if you don't do it, that's totally cool. But if you do, just know that you'll really be helping us get out there, so thank you a whole bunch. Anyway, on with the show. Writing on Games Cast. It's episode fifty-five. Uh, it's it's Hamish here from Writing on Games. Now, now I guess full full time writing on games. That's weird. Um, with me, we've got uh, as always my co-host Nico Blakely. How's it going, sir? It's double nickels on the dime for this boy. Yep. That 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 mean I I know what that means. Um, and also we've got a, we've got a special guest, Nico. We're returning to that what? meme. Who's here? Uh, it's noted Persona 5 expert. You'll never find anyone who knows more about that particular game than our current guest. He also he really, really loves goth doctors. Um, it's returning guest, Stephen Hall. I just want everyone to know I have a giant bag of change, but I don't have two nickels, so Nico's got one over on me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great way. That's a great return to the cast. A a great, a great way to deflect the fucking Persona Five X. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was either that or say yes. No, I'm obsessed with this fictional goth doctor. I I was honestly going to say something along those lines. (laughs) While you were introducing, I heard him take a breath of like, oh god damn it, the Persona shit again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, Devin, returning guest uh, after uh, I think it was April. You were last on the cast. It was 420. 420. How could you forget? 420. Yeah, we're blazing it with Phantom Thieves. Yeah. Um, This time, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk as much Persona, maybe. I'm specifically trying not to talk about Persona. (laughs) Surprise spoiler cast. All right, let's get down to the nitty gritty. What do you think about. I've forgotten um, everything that about ending. that game. Um, no, it's uh, you know we're we're trying. This 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 podcast is all about restoring Devin's brand. We got to restore his brand. Um, he's he's been tainted by the um, by 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 the Persona brand. Brands on brands. It's all it's all fucked. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> I really have to wonder what my life and social media would be like if I never got into Persona. I feel like I'd be more boring, but also like not as off-putting, I guess. Because I've been introduced as a Persona guy to someone who had never met me before, <laughs> and that's something I have to live with. <laughs> oh, what, did, did someone find the podcast, or was it just someone else <laughs> noted you this as... Is- way before actually this has been going on for like two or three years now it's like oh, it's man. if i hit the five-year mark of being a persona guy i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah because i mean well by that by that point we'll only be 10 years away from a new persona game so yeah uh, and then 15 years away from whatever uh not sojima uh hashino is working on that project zero or whatever uh yeah i don't know what that is <laughs> neither, neither <laughs> tell, tell it's a persona expert <laughs> well hashino left persona after 20 something years <laughs> all right okay 
and I can I can understand it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it seems like a seems like a hell franchise to work on. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, oh, right. first off, I should probably mention this. I, I freaking I made I made a video the other day, and I was I was very very nervous about it. And it's a day later, and this is my job now, I guess. So uh, a, a day late and a dollar more is what I yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so, genuinely so, want to say congrats on that because, yeah, like, you, I watched that video and I said I could never bring myself to do that because <laughs> I would be freaking out the entire time, and I'd be like, "No, this is, it's going to go negative somehow. I'm you, going you, to owe Patreon somehow." You, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could bring yourself. You, you couldn't bring yourself to that level of shame. <laughs> I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it shame. I would call it ambition. I suppose <laughs> ambitious shame. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's new. No, um, no. It's, it's 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 been fucking wild. The last twenty four hours. Just I I don't know. It's uh yeah. I don't know. I guess to to catch people up. I made I made a video just because I was like, hey, I I don't know. I'm 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 I ha. So I mean, I, I'm not gonna get into like specifics of you know like the the things that were that were on the table for me but it was like i i I don't know it was it was things that like a year ago i would uh, like i was all i was almost ready to take a position like a year ago for like you know far less fucking money or whatever and uh you know all that shit um and yeah it it, is like I, I was basically in a position where I was like, okay, I have to, I have to really look for ways to, to supplement my income here. And I was like looking for jobs and stuff and opportunities came up. And like I say in the video, it, they would have required me to essentially stop what I was doing. And I just kind of thought, uh, you know, that, I don't know if that's, that's, uh, that's a good thing to do at this stage. Um, and uh, like and i kind of just turned to my audience which was you know it just hit sixty thousand subs and everything and that was fucking wild in itself and i i, I honestly i was not expecting anywhere near that level of response like if it went anywhere i was expecting it to just be like oh hey he's got a patreon maybe that's something i can consider but no it was like fucking I think it was literally like twenty four hours to to hit that full time goal, and like that's fucking changed. That's set up a lot of things that like I I now get to think about in terms of the future of the channel, the scale of it, what I can do with it, and everything. Like like I say in the video, I'm I'm not gonna be fucking rich doing this by any means, but is I can get by like. I really don't need a lot of money to get by and like and this will allow me to to do that and yeah it's it's just it's like essentially I I just want to say to anyone who's listening who watched that video or, or pledged or whatever who showed support it was like it, you have affected my life you have changed it and in 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 an absolutely positive way and it's amazing um and even more than that, just like the amount of messages I was getting from people saying how much the videos meant to them and stuff. Like I was getting legitimately emotional and stuff reading that. It was, it, it, it's, it's been cool. But, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be posting on my Patreon about, 
you know how how things are going to be affected i'll be i guess coming up with new patreon goals because i honestly never thought we'd meet these ones and um yeah like it's it's just it's all it's all up from here i guess so thank you all so 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 much for your support it really has has invigorated me in in a way i can't really describe but um but yeah that that's that's very nice and uh i guess how's 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 games media treating you devon <laughs> the dark cloud over me right now that i really oh, didn't cloud, want to talk about don't don't, no. don't worry don't worry when i uh, the next patron the next patron goal will be hire devon <laughs> someone's got to do it because i've been yelling at people on twitter for what seems like years now and they're always like, oh, yeah, no, this position's open. And then it's just nothing happens. And I go, yeah, no, I, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have to bug the right people. And apparently the right people is my Scottish friend who is just barely making it on his own. <laughs> so advice for all the parasites out there, aim low. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, talk, no. find, some, find someone Scottish and then just hope that they become successful. <laughs> um, no, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's It's... Um, it's it's been weird in the kind of past few months, like examining the fucking media landscape and everything, and how that was kind of one of the reasons I was skeptical about taking any opportunity because I was like, you know what, the thing I've got going on just now is probably as secure as anything else I would be likely to do. So you know, it, it's it's. I I I I realize I am immensely lucky to to have the the outlet that I have and everything and the the kind of audience that I do and everything. But it's like you know, it, 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 there's 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 a to every like rejection that comes up to not like for for anyone. There's there's always a sense that like yeah maybe it's maybe there's maybe there's something else that you can that you can do that might be better or whatever you know you you know what I'm saying it's like it's it's not it's not um it's it's certainly not the end of the world like it's you're 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 good you're good podcast co-host and that's that'll get you that'll get you somewhere eventually <laughs> you know what I mean you know what I mean I appreciate what? that a lot like. uh <laughs> I um I don't just apply to games jobs because I know just how in like unbalanced and how like unsafe it is at this point. Like I just Glixel just recently shut down and that reminded that me That was fucking that that was a real fucking like oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that was that was a reminder that at any time even if you do end up getting a full-time job, it can just be taken away from you. Like yeah, yeah. and it, like, even beyond games journalism, like New York Times just shut down a lot of copy editors, which <laughs> in this day and age with fact checking needing to be at an all time high <laughs> seems like a really bad idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, let's let's examine what we need to cut. Uh, actually, yeah, that seems like a good idea. Yeah, sure, we'll cut that. Yeah, no, it's like I I obsess over the industry in general in a weird way like i don't focus enough on <laughs> my actual writing i kind of just like looking at the culture of the medium mm -hmm. and i've been watching a lot of things happen like shutdowns and just like continued anti-media in like anti-media sentiment in the u.s and stuff and it makes me think <laughs> i've made a regrettable decision switching my <laughs> switching my degree to journalism i was originally an engineering student and yeah. probably could have been doing okay by now if I had stuck with that, but 
I, I'm my, an idiot and I like writing. My 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 original plan was to go into fucking IT or something like that, and you know, I I I mean, it was it was originally for me. It was it was like music was the thing that kind of took me away from that. Like it it was like okay, I could do this. I, I could go down this route if I if I do these exams or whatever. And then the the fucking weird punk band I was in at the time was like, hey, let's let's go tour europe or whatever and i was like okay i'll do that um and and that was like okay i guess i'm not i guess i'm not going down that route anymore i guess i've kind of fucked everything <laughs> it's uh um but yeah it's, it's definitely there's 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 i i look back on that stuff and i and i think like oh, i could have probably ended up a very very different person if if i just stuck with what i'd planned or whatever but then i'm like how happy would I really be? I mean, it's kind of cliche to say, but you know, there's, there's, there's real, like, you, you know, you, you can't, the, the position you're in now, like, you know, you're, you, you there, there's, 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 you know, you, you can, you can actually like go somewhere with it. Like if you were to go down like the engineering route, then you are still in like a very narrow field or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's, there's, the world's your oyster, Devin, as much as it may not seem like it at times. Oysters taste gross, though. That's a fair point. So. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat them, so. <laughs> yeah, what kind of advice is that? You vegan the, advice? The world, the world is your oyster to take, to take care of. Hey, the, nurture, the world is your fishless taco, okay? And it's great. <laughs> and The world is your gluten-free pizza. Have that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That, that crust is a bit subpar and a bit, like, you know, flat tasting. But, hey, it's still a pizza at the end of the day. And that's, that's all that matters. That's, that's, it, so. tastes like, it tastes like communion crackers to me. I swear to God. That's a fucking perfect way to... I have that's actually perfect. I'm I'm a heathen who has never eaten a communion cracker. So, dude, I, no, no, I, I like I, I'm not religious, and I was not raised religiously, but I've, I've just, been to church you enough. Just, you just broke into a church and just no, 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 no. get time, those crackers, okay. man. I need the body so, of Christ right now. Story, story time, real quick. I once stayed with a friend for two weeks. He wasn't religious, but he had a stepdad who was an evangelical Christian, and he forced us to go to his church. There was a terrible rock band, and I ate wafers. And I, I had some grape juice, and then I got kicked out of that church within two days because I had forgot. I, I, okay, another a, a story within the story. Okay, I I didn't have a yearbook one year for junior high, right? Okay, and everyone was signing it, and I was like, okay, what am I gonna have people sign? I happened to at the time wear a Dickies jacket religiously. No pun intended. <laughs> the Church of Dickies. And, um, and so I had everybody sign my Dickies jacket. Someone wrote in huge letters, like, have a damn great summer. And having that damn on the back of my jacket at this church got me kicked out. <laughs> That's all. Think Anyways, person, I'm not for it. Think, uh, think of the person you could have become, Nico. You could have been one with God. <laughs> Anyways, that's how I know what communion crackers taste like. <laughs> You know, ironically enough, I was just playing Bioshock Infinite, and this sounds very familiar. <laughs> I'm just saying, Nico could have been Comstock. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I am. Okay, I am in one what one universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's bringing whole new meaning to the term "calm crackers." God. Oh my! So, God. What, you, what, you, what have you guys been play, playing? Well, video games, well, I guess. Yeah, I, the Steam sale happened, and I actually caved for once and bought like more than one game. So nope. the craziest thing to me is when people post their Steam libraries and they're like, oh, I have 400 games. I'm going to drown in these games. I have, I think right now, 30 games to my name. 
You call yourself oh, a gamer? Man. Yeah, dude. Oh, I'm the God. realist out there. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say how money I have. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm ashamed of my life. <laughs> oh, God. Well, to be fair, I'm ashamed of how broke I usually am. Like it's <laughs> this is a this is a like spinoff of me not having enough money to buy five dollar games usually. But I got the Bioshock collection because I was nice. like, I remember liking the Bioshock games and. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bioshock Infinite. I think I like it more than most people do these days, but also it it's a lot worse than I remember. I um, I I constantly think back to the first time I played Bioshock Infinite and I was like this is like this is a masterpiece. This is It's the best game ever your first time through yeah, and then and, but at the end I, of it you're like wait a minute. Now I I whenever I think of like I think of going back to that game I'm like Oh, that means actually playing that game. Oh boy, <laughs> playing in air in air quotes though, because the whole thing kind of feels automated and like it's just pushing you on a conveyor belt. It, yeah, like it's a terrible game, Devin. What have you done? You made a terrible decision. <laughs> God, it, that game is hard to pit, nail down because it's not terrible, but it is like it's easy in a way, like in a way that's like patronizing almost, and it's like. Uh, it, it, gu- it guides you by the hand, absolutely. Yeah, it, it is story first, game second, and I think. I think that might be okay, given the type of game this is and the story it's trying to tell. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, I did buy a video game. I would like to play this video game and not just uh, play a bullet sponge thing. Like, yeah. I, I just remember shooting enemies that did not go down for ages in that game. That's kind of my only memory of the combat in that game. And something about shooting Zeppelins near the climactic fight. That's all I remember. Um, it got did, it got a lot worse. It? Yeah, no, I finished it and then I started the Bioshock remaster and it's crashed constantly on me. So Hell that yeah. says something about uh, Ayn Rand's elitism. Exactly, um, exactly. <laughs> it's a political statement. No, but the the thing that I've been thinking about the most is Bioshock Infinite got infinitely worse after. <laughs> oh, um, there's a headline. Hmm, uh, uh, SEO. Uh, <laughs> it got way worse after the Wolfenstein New Order came out. Because the Wolfenstein New Order did story-based gameplay and racism is bad and Nazis are bad way better than Bioshock Infinite did. Yep. Weird 1912's racism is bad. Like, yeah, it, yeah. That's it, true, it, actually. I never thought about that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. Got, I was just looking at the imagery side by side and I was like, it, like the Wolfenstein makes you want to kill these people more. But I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because like, it, the... Because I, 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 as someone who has, has who recently played Wolfenstein for like the new order for the first time and did a video on it and everything, like the like the the people were able to come out of of Bioshock Infinite and identify that like yeah the theme is like racism and stuff like that. Whereas I got a surprising amount of fucking comments on my fucking Wolfenstein video talking about yeah it's really putting forward the notion that you know maybe killing nazis like uh isn't 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 a productive solution or whatever and i'm like no dude that's not fucking it it's that's the worst fucking take you could have like maybe oh yeah let's consider both sides of the nazism debate you know um but it, like that tortured soul that hitler it, yeah, was exactly Ooh. i mean you know I, I i mentioned this last week but i think the theme of Wolfenstein to me was very much like if you're oppressed and you're fighting constantly, it's okay to feel tired at times and feel like you're not making a huge amount of difference, but you know, you keep fighting regardless because it's that like, you know, there, there are other ways of fighting besides violence, but you know, violence is also 
it's direct and it's very valuable and stuff. But it, it, like my point is essentially like the I guess even though Infinite was very much like hey the I mean it, it handled its it handled the racism shit very very fucking poorly. I see I I, I seem to remember there was almost kind of like a weird kind of both sides are like angle that it took or whatever i might be fucking wrong on that but um but yeah it like people were able to look at that and say very clearly this is about racism whereas with wolfenstein there was a surprising amount of people that looked at that and said oh this this isn't actually about the nazis or whatever and i'm like is that is that a fault of the game or whatever like i i don't know it's it's um yeah i don't know um i personally think that I personally completely agree that Wolfenstein handled that way, way fucking better, but um yeah, I don't know. Uh anyone have it? <laughs> um I was just thinking about like Bioshock moments and stuff. Uh I I, I can only think of the bad at the moment. Yeah, yeah, is is it is the section of Bioshock Infinite where you are chasing a ghost woman as terrible as I remember it that, being? That I I keep remembering that moment when I keep thinking about going back to that game, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to play that game anymore. It, the second it, time around, it God. wasn't as confusing for me, right? But it did feel like an absolute dredge, especially towards the part where um you're in the graveyard and it's just like a survival based, like a survive, like wave based survival for like a certain yes. couple of minutes. Yeah, that was that was oh, not fun. I remember that. God, uh, uh, God, <laughs> that I don't know. It's I, I've just never had a game like sour on me so quick after having an initial great time with it. You know what I mean? It's one of those ones like and I don't think the first Bioshock did that to me as much. And it's definitely shows its age when you go back, especially. I mean, that game's 10 years old now, but like the first one doesn't seem to like be as rancid as the third one feels. And uh, to be honest, I never actually played two like well, like less than maybe fifteen minutes while a buddy was playing it, but like, yeah, I'd, two didn't really interest me. But yeah, two's in that pack, right? Wait, yeah, uh, it, and it's it feels a lot like because they made it pretty much, I think, right after Bioshock One. It it feels a lot like more of the same. It was that's right. It, it kind of felt a, like a weird expansion pack where they kind of gave you crazier weapons or something. That, that's kind was, of was, what I remember. It, it was a different team, wasn't it? You're probably it, right. It, was it a DLC? Was it a team that had worked on DLC before? I, th- I think it was like a, it was like a B team or something like that. But, um, I mean, there are some. I, I know there are some pockets of Bioshock or Shock fans that uh, claim that two is better than one. Yeah, and I've always been kind of interested in that outlook because I, I remember playing two for like a couple of minutes while my friend was kind of more excited for it, and um, also that game had multiplayer, which was fucking weird. Uh, yep. You capture the little sister. It was just a. It was like a Duke Nukem capture the babe, where the it was just capture the flag, but the flag talked to you while you were holding. It. That was the, seriously the, like the, what it was. The babe, the babe was younger, and you shouldn't be calling them babes. You don't call it babe at all because it's a it's, it's a, a baby. Demon. Cap- capture the baby. Look, it's now a girl it's just, with the evil kidnapping. power leech in her. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just kidnapping. Yeah, like, just exactly. be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, Bioshock is way more wholesome than Duke Nukem. You throttle children in Bioshock, you know? <laughs> uh, 
Oh man! But, um, and two, I remember two being like, "Ooh, you're a big daddy," and then your your health is treated as if you were like a small human. <laughs> like you stole the health bar as if you're like a dweebus, and <laughs> the cover of that game, you look like a a whale man in a in a giant diving suit. It doesn't really feel like you're that guy. That's very minor memories of that game, but I don't know. It's, I hope you get one working. That seems like an actual a game worth retreading, especially with the. Did the PC version update the graphics, or was that just the console ones? It's a remaster. Like, there's two different versions that come with uh, Bioshock 1 and 2. There's the originals, and then there's the remasters. And if I remember correctly, when they first came out, they were even worse. Like, almost unplayable. That's right. Yeah, the sound was worse, too, on a lot of them, I think. And that's... why? why how does that happen? How do you... How do you try to improve a game, and then you release something worse than the original piece of content? Look, talk to the Final Fantasy VI iOS people. Oh, oh why do you got to remind me of that? <laughs> I can oh, never forget god. about it. I hate those iOS... Oh, God. Like, those graphics just make my blood boil and just... Oh. I, I, I remember the I, day I saw that on Steam and then I rushed to go buy it and then I saw what version it was. <laughs> I immediately binned it. I was like, nope, no, no, I no. Tr- I tried to play... Um, to Because everyone kept telling me to check out Final Fantasy VI... So I bought that phone version and then I can't remember any characters' names because I named them all crap. Every every single <laughs> the, character the, was just named the crap. The cast of that game is like massive too. Yeah, That's exactly. So, 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 so everyone's like, oh, remember that moment where we're such and such uh, did the thing such and such? I'm like, what do you mean crap did to crap? Okay. Um, you, would, you would love five because, well, I guess it depends on the version, but the main character's base name is Butts. Oh, hell that, yeah. That, you know I'm all about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I maybe, sh- I maybe should try and play that game at some point without all the mobile bullshit. Um, but yeah. If you can find a GBA cart, uh, yeah, I, I think that say, is a, that's the one. it's a pretty good rendition of it. Nope. I, I, I you mean, don't want the PlayStation Network. Well, you, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it'll be fine. But if you don't want to sit through PS1 era shitty load timings, don't get that PSN I ain't, version. I ain't trying to sit through any JRPG ass bullshit. Oh, you know what had... Speaking of JRPGs with massive fucking load times. Persona 5. Also, and also speaking of Final Fantasy, actually. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you start fucking playing 15. I oh, started yeah. playing 15. How's that going? It's, uh, I've only put in an hour and a half. Um, it's fucking cool. Like, what, <laughs> what the There's fuck so is this game? There's so much behind it that's so weird, and it's so disconnected yeah. from original Final Fantasy, but also, like... This is the best version of the action-style RPG they've tried making in a while. It's, it's dope. I, I didn't know how that shit would play out, and I did the tutorial, and five seconds into that tutorial, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, this, this is going to be fun. Like, this, this, this combat this day, style is going to be cool. To this day, it's the only Final Fantasy I've ever beaten. Um, I, fix that, I wouldn't dude. mind if Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of just hard copied this exact control scheme because well, it's already it, Kingdom Hearts-ish, but it's I like... I was going to say, it feels a lot like Kingdom Hearts games, which I know an unfortunate amount about. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts, Persona Expert, Devin, Devin Hall. I pick the worst games to like. I don't Kingdom know Hearts <laughs> Expert is not a title you ever want. No. To say, to say I, I, I'm familiar with the titles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, I was... I, I always qualify with, I was 14 when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. That's my excuse. That's, you know what? Same here, and there is a picture of me somewhere, and 
if I can find it, I will post it to make you feel better of me grinning like an absolute idiot when I'm 15 or 14 holding that game up that I just got for my birthday. And it is... I, I was right there with you, man. I was You youngins uh, I, with your kingdom hearts. I was 15 that, when that game came out. That was a long okay. time ago. And I remember at that age being like, man, I me. can't wait for three. And now I'm a 25-year-old adult. And... <laughs> It's yeah, life has broken us. Like, it's insane <laughs> to think about just how shitty the world has gotten since, like, I want to do, like, a history of Persona 5 and Kingdom Hearts 3 and, like, how much the world has gone to shit and how long we've had to wait for these games. Shit like, that's happened since that yeah, stuff was announced. Yeah. I'm just a negative person. That's all I can think about. Like, it's Nomura recently came out and said higher-ups forced us to put it in Unity, or, uh, not Unity, oh god, um, <laughs> Unreal Engine 4. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. I'm still the mad discourse. about that. The discourse. I'm Kingdom still mad about Unity. that take, but I'm. If you I'm Google gonna, it. You oh. can find it. Oh. But uh, no more. I was talking about having to swap engines, and that put them way back. And I'm like, that sucks. But also doesn't explain why you skipped the PS3, dude. PS3, Any, man. Anywho, yeah. love. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a lie that we tell emotional twenty-somethings uh, to keep them in line. That's my theory. I'm, it I'm is our the boogie, reveal man. trailer, and this was 2013 when this was shown. Right. Yeah. What's what's the fucking what, right, what is the fucking deal with Kingdom Hearts three? What's the deal with Kingdom Hearts three? It's looking pretty like pretty much like hot shit, like it usually does in the days before the mainline Kingdom Hearts game comes out, where you get to see new Disney worlds and the goofy costumes they wear, and Toy Story World looks incredibly cool. And God damn it, this is. <laughs> Everyone is so optimistic and excited for this, and then they yeah. saw 2018, and I just said, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> I just saw, no. I just, that's been happening a lot with games this for me recently, like, I'll be like, I can't wait, and then, oh god, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I'm calling it now, we will be 42 when that's out, and no one will care. Uh, oh, that happened with uh, Cyberpunk as well for me, I was like, I'm... I, you know, every every week I go and make sure, like, oh, do we have a release date yet? And then we finally got one, but it's just 2019 at some point. I was just like, fuck, like, come on. CD Projekt Red, you're breaking my balls. Please make this. Yes, CD Projekt Red, stop breaking Nico's balls. I'm saying. Yeah. I know you make all the things I kind of currently love in the world of video games at the moment. Like, you make, you make CRPGs that, like, are full of shit to do and lore heavy. And you make GOG, but, like, just... Can you do better? Yeah, exactly. Can you make this game faster? You got you got to appease the gamers. Welcome to your six month evaluation by relatively small podcasters. <laughs> now you guys have made millions selling games, but we're going to give yeah. you constructive feedback as best as we can, exactly, uh, to help you in your business ventures that we know nothing about. Yeah, exactly. Go, go so, make so more you games. made The Witchers, right? Never heard of them. Never played them. Uh, no, I, re- I read the book. <laughs> I, I skimmed. Dude, we gotta get more games out there. CD Projekt, you got we, the gamers know best. The gamers know. Those best. are rookie numbers. You gotta pump those numbers up. Stop Gamer releasing broken right. games. You know what I'm saying? That's Angry Joe's number one, like shout out to the industry for the last like, five years. Four broken games. <laughs> to be fair, that's also been like giant bomb stats. I believe that was a. <laughs> uh, a I can't remember what year that that was that that won the Please Stop Award, but uh, it was, yeah, it was like yeah, fourteen yeah. or fifteen. It was something games. recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember man. that was the uh, that was one of the that podcast got me through a very very hectic construction job once. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I couldn't do 
heavy machinery while listening to the giant bomb cast. I would just laugh and then drop a girder on my feet. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do construction work to begin with anyway. I should <laughs> probably state that. I weigh 120 pounds. Hey, if anyone's hiring for construction work, Devin, you know my, you know my man Devin hey, is good for you, it. You think you can't, but you are a guy who then gets to... You, you're, you get to be middleman in the pass-me-up-the-tool the job. Like You get to be the guy who receives the hammer who then passes the hammer to the guy on the roof or something like that. Hey, I'm Devin. There's I'm a place coordinator. For no, you'd be like a foreman, Devin. You know, that, that's usually how it goes. You'd be telling everyone where to put their muscles, you know? Could you imagine? I have like the tiniest, I'm the tiniest person ever. I'm like six foot tall, 120 pounds, and I sound like I'm 14. I could not tell someone what to do if I wanted to. No, you, you have to. That's the, that's the magic of the construction site. They have to do what you say, because you have a foreman's jacket on. Yeah, it's... no, I'm wearing a white helmet, so I'm special. Yeah. yeah. Everyone this else is... has yellow. This is writing on construction cast. How's everyone doing? Um. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> Final Fantasy. So Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> it's uh It's 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 weird how much it's reminding me of 14. As in, like, like I got to a place and it's like, all right, go run off in this direction, like sprint in a random direction in the wilderness to go accept this quest. <laughs> it's like this That's, is fucking 14. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, um, it, what I will say is that gets aggressively more linear in the kind of mid to late stages of that game. Um, I'm finding you, little to no reason to go off on the side quests, I, I should add. Like, oh, I'm, those are yeah, kind of fun, super though. Early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it, but it's like, it's like, oh, uh, well, I guess it's more the fact that I'm currently also, like, at the same time, I, I currently do play 14, and, and it's maybe like, I kind of just don't want another game where I'm just running into millions of side quests. There is Especially such thing as too series. much JRPG. Take it yes. from me. <laughs> Noted Persona 5 expert, Devin Hall. Noted shut-in during the month of April, Devin Hall. <laughs> no, my favorite thing about Final Fantasy XV was they snuck a Monster Hunter game in there, and I really liked yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, the cooking was really great. Like, they spent, I think, something like two years rendering toast. Which yeah, is fantastic. That, that food, those food graphics are just like fuck, man. This is this is why we buy new consoles. This is exactly why. Like this Next is gen food. I, look at I haven't been that fucking blown away by an egg since Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Four. Okay, and like, I sh- and if you go back and look at Sunny breaking some eggs, that shit still looks pretty good. So like, it's yeah. it's leaps and bounds. Like yeah, the the food the. the I love Square Enix, and they just they just can't make a game that doesn't look pretty. You know what I mean? Like they have to be on that cutting edge almost. Well, I mean that's is that's always that, considered cutting edge. That's always been their thing, though. It's like that's the reason why their games take fucking ten years to make and cost m- millions more than they probably should. Because it's, it's like, like hey, fourteen got- died the first time around. Is because yeah. the uh, the old the old barrel full of flowers that had as many uh, like texture layers to it as a re- normal player character yeah yeah it's uh yeah i mean the thing is, like also i i, I feel like we, we we talked about this when back when i first played 15 it, it's like as each game get improves in fidelity it's like the, the it, all it serves to do is highlight the disconnect between the the player characters and the NPCs because like for for maybe the first time in a, in a in a in a Final Fantasy game the JR the the NPCs are just like 
fucking normal ass dudes. <laughs> they, they look like the Sonic 06 NPCs. Yeah, yeah, but they're, yeah, exactly. Like, but like, a and, lot. And, and, they, and they stand out compared to the main characters as much because the main characters are fucking in sync. <laughs> like, you know, it, they're, they're literally JRPG characters, and everyone else is just people from like America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like it's like just like Americans. Like, they, I run a gas station. Would you like to buy some potions from my gas station? <laughs> it's like, it's I don't understand. Yeah. the... the Okay, I, I always knew that, like, Seven, the, the original concept for Seven was, like, they wanted people in, like, New York. Like, maybe they've been trying to do some weird, like, pseudo-just-America world for, like, the last few games, and they just haven't been able to make it work, and this was finally the one where they kind of got it through. Yeah, it, yeah. I kind of love it. Like, the, the car raises a billion fucking questions when you're like, wait a minute. So people just like get around like we do, but there's just behemoths on the side of the fucking road. And like, you know, just like, what? Like, it's, it's not uncommon realism, to see dudes. You know, like, it's, we're I running around kind of the like, side of the highway yeah. with swords. What is going on? Like, yeah. I mean, that was, that was, that was honestly what I loved most about that game was the fact that it's like, hey, we're, it's this super fucking mundane thing that we're doing. We're just driving across this fucking. This, this landscape, and then, hey, let's go out of the car because we've got to fight this fucking giant monster um, and save a princess or whatever, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's fucking dope. That's like my, my favorite books do shit like that, you know? Um, but how are they going to keep finding excuses for me to have to get out of... Oh, pardon me. Um, oh, that was a weird burp. Uh, <laughs> get out of the car. You know what I mean? Like, they, like okay, they've, they've already done, oh, shit, your car broke down two seconds into the game. So I'm like, all right, that can't be another plot point. Please don't. Uh, they, 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 the, they, they, they do it all right, I'd say. Um, it's, it's, that game should have been over in, like, however long it takes to drive from that place to that place. You know, like, and as, as it turns out, you have shit to do along the way. <laughs> shit comes up. Um, they, all the characters make it sound like, okay, we, we really got to get there. We got to get there for your wedding, dude. And then, like... <laughs> Every couple of minutes is like, oh, you want to go fishing? All right, let's go fishing. Oh, let's go camping. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 3 p.m. Yeah. Oh, the Empire's coming. We've got, we got, we got to save the princess. Oh, how about we take this fucking dope-ass selfie next to this volcano? That's That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> uh, hey. Do I have control over the pictures? Because I want to take stupid pictures, and I don't know what button to hit for that. There is an action skill that makes him take pictures during battle, I think. But yeah. it, I think it's pretty much just up to the the AI. There's a there's a point in that game where uh, your best friend, who is actually the photo guys, like gets really horny about chocobos. And yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Immediately dropped what I was doing because I'm like, I've got to see this play out. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite moments. And then there's a point where you're driving on one of the main highways, and it makes you look over to the left and like, oh, what's that? And like, oh, that's that's Titan. He's been holding this meteor for thousands of years. Yep. That's what powers all of our electricity. Everyone just goes, okay, keeps driving. Like. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Titan. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. That's that's one thing. Uh Prompto's backstory is maybe the fucking worst uh, like cuz cuz you know, if you actually dig into that shit like Gladios is interesting because it's to do with um you know, him gaining a sense of respect for for someone that he previously couldn't have had any respect for because he was like okay this guy isn't actually as bound to to tradition as he maybe as 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 he maybe should be and that's appealing um you know i guess ignis it's like 
you know, I, I, Ignis is weird as well because it's just kind of like, hey, Noctis is a fucking slob and he's going to continue to be a fucking slob. Um, but Prompto's is the worst because it's just the the moral of his story is lose weight if you want people to like you. <laughs> like, hey, man, you know, as someone who dropped like a considerable amount of weight like a few years ago. <laughs> Oh, uh, yo, yo, yo! He's, I'm, I'm, he's I'm, not I'm, wrong I'm, in I'm, the after I'm, I'm effects there, of people I'm being right completely nicer to you. It's just maybe <laughs> there, not there the is most, a change. <laughs> it's, it's just maybe not the fucking most positive fucking message they could be putting out there. I, I, I really didn't like watch that little. What do you even call that little vignette? vignette? Yeah. But, but like, I, I, I guess like from what I saw, I didn't really catch that 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 message from that. But I also didn't like watch it fully. I kind of just skipped around and was like, ah, look at how fat Prompto looks. Like, because like, it's, like, it's like, kind of like from that. Because well, the whole thing is like in in that fucking anime thing they released. It's like uh, they stop the car and Prompto gets out because he sees a sees an injured dog and it takes him back all the way to when. He found an injured dog when he was a kid, and he's prompt, prompt, prompt. Noctis doesn't like it. Noctis doesn't notice him because he's fat. Um, and then he Noctis finds an injured an dog. He, he finds an injured dog, and he takes it home. And his parents aren't there because I don't know why. But he's he's all alone, and the dog <laughs> is there. And then he bandages up the dog, and then the dog runs away in the middle of the night, and. Prompto decides to lose weight, I guess. So he switches the burgers that he would eat with salads and he goes running and he says Kanichiwa to some to some person that's running in the other direction. And then the dog, it turns out, was the princess's and <laughs> so, so she stupid. so and it turns out that on the bandage that he put on the dog He'd also written his name. <laughs> He'd also written Prompto, and then Why? and then the princess knew ex- from that exactly who Prompto was, and wrote him a letter saying, "Look after Noctis, please." And, all right, okay. So so she sent him a letter saying, "Look after Noctis," and that was when he was like, "Okay, I've got to lose weight," and then he loses the weight, and then Noctis, then he goes to hang out with Noctis, and Noctis is like, "Hey, man, let's go." This I is, love that actually. I think that's the, one of the greatest stories ever told. It's, I, I don't understand the story of this game because, like, I I knew people before were saying like, oh, like they, they expect you to, like watch that movie and stuff, but like the beginning of this game, I legitimately have no fucking clue. What's like, like I, I guess I maybe should have looked at the lore guide they they throw in your face after the tutorial when like you sure you want to start a new game, but like. It just starts, man. Like it's, it's like, all right, it's, four protagonists. All right, get in that car, go. It's, it's just like better whoa, whoa. For, It's better for it. It's like it's hey, very under you're, Final Fantasy. You're, you're just you're just on this fucking road trip. You just there, you, you can't be in the kingdom anymore. You just gotta go. And it's like, okay, let's go. When when you actually do like, especially when it gets later and they start talking about fucking crystals and shit. It's like uh, yes. that's when yeah, okay, maybe you need to watch the movie. But also, am I fuck watching that? dumbass movie like so i guess i guess i'm just not going to understand at some point as far as here's the plot as far as i'm concerned is noctis is a prince he's a dick to his dad he seems like a nice guy and um at some point noctis will be older and have a beard and sound like solid snake and grunt a bunch and then his friends won't age that much and then he's gonna of he's gonna drive slowly across the country 
and Sid's daughter is in a, the weirdest outfit ever. Like, yeah, she she's dressed like a JRPG character, and but everyone else isn't around her. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and she and has like the hardest Southern accent I've ever heard. Yeah, and nobody else seems to. <laughs> hey, not let even me her make own your blood fly. How about the decals? I heard that so many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, like, I, I'm I'm assuming they like come with me or something because like I I've already ditched them. Like like I was like, all right, thanks for fixing our fucking car and bye. I don't think we paid you any money, but all right, bye. And then <laughs> we're gone. And I'm like, I was assuming like, well, they're they're part of like the marketing for this and stuff. Like, surely they pop up again. But why would we see them again? Like. Uh, because are they a traveling gr- car garage? What are they? No, like, you just you can fast travel back there. And, oh, uh, yeah, okay. it's, it, yeah, it, it's I I don't know. Like I I didn't realize that you could like actually like customize the look of your car until hours and hours in because it was like I was dr- the first thing I fucking did as soon as I started up Final Fantasy fifteen was crash try and crash into another car to see what happened and it just it fucking met like just tapping another car completely messed up my fucking car like i made a video on final fantasy 15 and there was a few comments on there like what the fuck happened to your car and i was like i fucking tapped another car i don't know and then there were and people were like you can't fix that you know and i was like what okay and then i fixed it and i was like okay i've been driving this broken ass car then i realized i preferred driving the broken ass car so i crashed it again um and uh yeah it's that's that's the story can, can of I my control car. it now because i thought that that got patched in like more controller going off the roads you I, might not don't... actually be at the stage where because okay. is, 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 is ignis just driving it at the moment uh ignis ignis said he could drive but he's like hey you should test it first and i got in it was really awkward. It happened to be nighttime when I got that. So Ignis was like, you should drive, Noctis. And then I go to the car and then it immediately cuts to another different cutscene of him saying, it's nighttime. You can't drive right now. <laughs> I was like, well, OK. And then I went yeah. to sleep and then I got in the car and drove. You, and you get some more control of that. But it's, it's, that, it's, it's still uh, weirdly so kind far, of on it feels like it, it handles like. It's like a car moving automatically through a sea of jello, and I have very, very, very minor control over it. Yeah, gotta, yeah. it's it's it, I cannot explain how it feels. You kind of have to play it for yourself. They like, re- they recently patched in like a, a mod to the car that you can get where you can go off road and stuff. Like I haven't tried it, um, but yeah, I mean, when you complete that game, you can get like a flying car mod, which. It seems great, but then you realize you have to like land that thing fucking perfectly. Otherwise, yeah, you can only land it. You can only land it on roads, and if yes. you like mess up anything, you just explode. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 really fucking weird because like I landed that was never a problem in the past. Jeez. Like I, I I landed like what I thought was like good, and then there was like a car nearby, so it just fucking swerved into the car like ride to hell retribution style and then it was like <laughs> everyone's like oh and then it was game over and i had to load the fucking last save which was i'd flown a long fucking way um and uh yeah that wasn't good so yeah i i like this game i think it's, like it's a it's game gonna, it's cool it's a game that i keep thinking man i really need to go back and play that again because Probably like, one of the best intros of last year. I, I, I wish I'd played it last year because I would have totally been like 
like, hey, man, more video games should begin this way. It's, it was a great little intro with the pushing the car and stuff. That was yeah, that was a neat that was a neat little scene. Uh, yeah, totally. It also it, ends surprisingly well. It kind of wraps back to one of the things you were talking about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But also there's just this one moment before the final battle, which is extremely nice and tender, mm-hmm. which you don't get a lot of in this game or in any major games these days to where it's just like you and your friends are just having a nice moment yep and yep. you're kind of reflecting on what that means to you and i'm like wow i'm gonna cry now well, yeah there, there, there was there was a lot of that and i kind of talked about that in the video i made on it which is like it's it's a lot of there's there's a lot of unspoken like friendship and kind of bonding there that kind of builds up over the game and without wishing to spoil anything there's like there's a thing that happens and like it causes it it causes a dramatic change in circumstances and for the moments that you're kind of talking about to then come through that is like it makes them mean all the more um yeah, that that game was like really, really good for that. Actually, it, I the way I wrote about it was that it kind of reminded me of being in like you know fucking being in vans like touring and shit. Um, because it's like a lot of that is you're you're driving for long stretches of time, like you're not really saying anything to each other because at some point, what the fuck can you say? But there's like a si- <laughs> there's a silent understanding there of like yeah this situation is kind of weird and fucked in in a lot of different ways but we're all in this together and because we're facing this together that is actually like we don't need to say anything like it's 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 the most restrained i've ever seen a final fantasy game in terms of like hey we don't need everyone saying something all the fucking time like we can convey humanity through hey, they rest and they just fucking play a game of cards or something like that. You know, the moments like that were, like, really cool to me because, like you say, you don't, you don't see a lot of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I still have a lot. I of- like those boys a lot already. Like, like, yeah. like I, I, think, I think the entire party looks fucking ridiculous, like, yeah, yeah. aesthetically. But um, it's... I was very surprised at how cool every character seems to be, especially Prompto, because I had heard his voice before I'd played the game, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, I don't know about this guy. Like, I, I usually hate the uh, Yosuke's um, of games, you know? Yeah. I, there's always one, and uh, comic trying hard to be comic relief JRPG guy always grinds my gears. Like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, this guy seems okay. Um I don't understand. He 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 does the ultimate Final Fantasy thing where he's a character with a gun. So why the fuck don't we all have guns? Because <laughs> the world clearly has guns. So why do we even have? Why do I have a sword and a lance? Like, like, I like him. They just brought they just brought a DLC which like you play as him, <laughs> didn't they? It looks like it looks like fucking um that one game. Uh, shit, what, what's it called? Where you're in the snow running around shooting those bugs? Uh, Lost um, Planet. Okay, yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. It looks like the cover of a Lost Planet game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's I, I, I again, like I, I need to go back and check that DLC and and everything. But would I just... be better off buying the pass because of like? Do you know how many of those are going to be? Because also, well, what's up with like episodic DLC for a JRPG? Like, 
It's not your grandpa's Final Fantasy, Nico. Clearly. So they got they got craziness. Yeah. This is the only they're the only four people. Your party never gets bigger, right? It's just those four. Uh yes. That that is that's that, pretty that's weird. True, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's some things they they do with that, but yeah, it's just it's the it's the four it's the four of you. Um, but yeah, that's uh, like I I I I'm I'm legitimately very happy that you're now playing this game because, like, it's a game that I feel like I I don't know like people kind of don't really talk about that game much anymore, and it's like. There's a lot to it was like hyped there. Up too. Yeah, 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 for sure. People were craving it, and then it came out, and people were like, "I like it," and I then mean, it was just quiet. It, it did, it did really well. From what I'm, well, I mean, it it broke even at the very least. Um, it broke new ground. Yeah, it broke new ground. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, I don't know. I, I'm. Got like, like sevens from some a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot. I'm like I'm just looking up at like yeah, base review scores right now. That seems is that normal for the average Final Fantasy game? I feel, I thought they were always a nine and up type thing. Thirteen got high reviews, but Oof. it also had a really bad response from the public. Yeah, yeah. I and I, I, I think this had a much more 13. middle of the road. You like, know I, what? I, I, you can't trust games journalists. That's what I'm saying. That's my hot take. They're paying them off in materia and crystals and phoenix downs and shit. I, I don't know. Here's what you need to do to fix the fantasy Nova Crystallum. Okay. That's, What's that? <laughs> no, I don't. That's all I remember about Final Fantasy 13 was like the universe was some weird like. Oh. They tried yeah. making like a whole universe around those games and then it just didn't work out. Final, Final Let's Fantasy. see. Final Fantasy Are you a expert, expert Devin Hall here. Sarah! 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 That's all I remember about that game. It's it, it, If you want a game where they yell a character's name more than uh, Heavy Rain's Jason, you play Final Fantasy. Uh, God, I almost, call, I almost called it 18. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Final Fantasy 13. It's, it's one of my least favorite games of all time. Dope. <laughs> so I'm oh, looking yeah, forward man. to Kingdom Hearts 3 anyway yeah. <laughs> oh yeah speaking of games where you yell out names constantly I was I just finished the Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix HD Remix Plus um 2.8 no no oh. slow your roll I'm not doing no 2.8 HDs that's that's a little too niche for me uh, there's the collection that they released on PS4 uh, which right, is yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 uh, Final Mix and they also remade like the 3DS games and stuff and I tried the 3DS game immediately after playing the Kingdom Hearts 2 remake and it just it's really cool having like the cards and stuff and having like a card battle system but it just it did nothing for me and I don't care about the backstory of that game anymore I don't even care about like the Disney worlds of that game the one thing that I actually care about story wise with Kingdom Hearts is the fact that Sora and Riku and Kairi actually got back together at the end of 2 and that was another weirdly touching moment at the end of a Japanese game that sticks with me like it was like he's on his knees crying because he his best friend is back and you don't really get a lot of that i that like that right there kept me interested in the games more than anything else in the story and even the combat at points like i just i want to see more friends you know yeah 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 
I mean, I don't have yeah, any real ones. One ended on in such a way that it really got you wanting that ending of two to happen. Like it was just like, oh, like I, I, yeah, that. Kingdom Hearts is funny. As much as I, it, it is so easy, and I enjoy ripping into that um, games, like the, the whole universe's kind of story, just because it is a fucking mess. But the actual, when you kind of sift through all the Disney stuff and you get through all the kind of specifics, but you, and you boil it down to that main story of those three friends trying to reunite. It's kind of nice. Like it, it's it's I, I've seen far, far worse in. In a lot of games, so. Yeah. And then throwing Roxas in, it was originally really maddening. It was kind of like MGS2 to where it's like, who the fuck is this? I'm but playing this guy the, for how long? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, the first time I played that game, it took me forever to figure out how to get out of Twilight Town. Like, I just I didn't know how things worked. But this time yeah. around, I finished it in like two hours or something because I just I skipped a lot of cutscenes. Oh yeah. Um, but his uh, kind of ending at the end of that segment is also really sad, yeah, and I really like it. Yeah, and his theme plays, and I really like that theme. And then uh, <laughs> the longest so for title the, card ever. Oh my! And but like really cool and well earned late title card. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it, it's great, Hamish. Uh, no, actually, never mind. I was about to say, Hamish, you should play Kingdom Hearts 2, but I realized that is like the most unhamish game, so I was I actually thinking today, oh, I, should, I should try Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like, um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of game. It's a <laughs> it's dark a, path, my friend. It, oh, will, it will turn you crazy. I'm, co- I'm coming for your crown, Devin. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the, the Kingdom Hearts expert of the Writing on Games cast. Ooh, and one finally of them, you'll be one of the Disney weeaboos that's walking around Disneyland all the time with your uh, Final Fantasy X Disney merch all the time. Oh yeah, exactly. I was never, I was never that far gone. Luckily, uh, <laughs> that is that is a type of person in Los Angeles, and it is it, it is one hundred percent like anime Disney fan and Kingdom exactly. Hearts keychains. I, I, I want, I want, I want Goofy dressed up like um, what's her face from Fifteen said. Oh god, that's what that's all I want. Well, oh. Gorsh, how about the decals? It actually works way too well. <laughs> that actually works way too well. <laughs> that works better than it should. They have, a, they have similar accents already. Yeah. Oh, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. That's actually my favorite thing about the Kingdom Hearts games is they'll go off on these soliloquies about the importance of friendship and the darkness of heart. And then Goofy just pipes in with, well, gosh, like it's, <laughs> yes. just immediately cuts the tension with a knife. Just immediately just, oh, man. it's that. And when Donald, but like anytime the main characters pipe in because Sora is just an idiot and that doesn't get anything. Like there was the, when you get involved with Tron somehow, um, oh, yeah. he, Sora doesn't know how computers work. Which I guess if you were a fourteen year old who used to live on an island that composed of like two buildings, I can understand. But um it's just hilarious because everyone involved around these characters is like serious anime and you know, this is light and dark, like a very oblique take on that. And then these kids who are actually driving the story are just like, What? I don't know what's going on, but I'm just gonna keep going anyway. Like they're lovable idiots and i love them yeah so hamish i look forward to you being more obsessed with these games than i am so i can finally disappear to whatever hole i came from (laughs) 
There'll be nothing left for you, Devin. I'll take it. I'm actually, I'm just made of JRPGs. If, exactly. If they ever, if they ever stop making them, I disappear. Which <laughs> honestly sounds like a good deal. So stop yeah. making JRPGs. Exactly. Exactly. No more JRPGs. Don't want. Also, uh, Yakuza. Yakuza is a really good game. How about that Yakuza? Yeah. Yeah. They, they've, yeah. I'm so ex- They've got Kiwami coming out next month. That's gonna be fucking. So I don't know how they're gonna beat Mr. Libido. Oh yeah, like, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that might be character of the year. Yeah, that's that's for for sure. Oh fuck, Nico, Nico, you need to play that game. Nico, go play that game. Fucking put final. No, don't actually put Final Fantasy 15 to one side. Play Final Fantasy 15, then fucking immediately start playing Yak as a zero. Oh, that's Whiplash um, right there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's bad. Um. But yeah, I, I I don't know. And in terms of what I've been playing this week, it's it's. I mean, we we talked we talked a lot about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD last week, um, which you know is a bad bad video game. Um, it continues to be bad. Uh, like what I've noticed actually though is that um, upping stats like completely changes that fucking game in a way that I don't remember it changing the the, the games that it's based on in like in the sense that it's like you upgrade the rail balance in that game in in HD you might as well just have turned on the perfect rail cheat um it it is fucking wild like it, how easy that game becomes but uh but uh yeah and then they've got survival mode where your head gets bigger and then blows up in confetti um and then yeah it's 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 bad in all the ways we talked about like i i I don't know like i don't know what how how much experience you have with with hd devon but um i gratefully avoided it because i had heard from the right people that it was not gonna be good all i know is little wayne is in it so that's cool no that's uh that's five uh, that that is uh, oh, this, that's this, right. this, this one you can buy DLC that gets you James Hetfield and Rob Trujillo from Metallica. Oh boy! Yeah. And every time you hit your special move, they sue you for copyright. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like some kind of skateboard just plays in the background constantly. Um, and also, they they really like they made they made they made James Hetfield look weird. He looks like. He looks like a scrawny skater kid, except fifty, um, and it's it's really strange. Um, also, his stats suck, <laughs> which is really weird. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 that game's a that game's a whole mess of things. Um, but aside from that, I I've been I just keep playing PUBGs. It's, it's, it's still it's still it's still a really good video game. I don't know how much how much you're still playing that or whatever. Um, I recently bought uh, an Ethernet setup specifically so I could play more PUBGs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I've tested it out a little bit, and it is a little bit more stable. Actually, right before this podcast, my internet decided to shit the bed. But yeah. uh, I've yet to have like a dropped game, and uh, <laughs> my speeds have gone a lot higher since trying to play on Wi-Fi. So I'm getting more into it, but I feel like I'm being left behind by a lot of people because a lot of people are grouping up and playing like hours and hours of games every night and i'm just like yeah i kind of remember how to play this but it's been a while <laughs> yeah i i i like i keep seeing i keep seeing all my all my friends getting like 
getting chicken dinners and I'm like, I, I, I have not even, I mean, like I, I've, I've definitely come close, but it's like, I, I'm still not in a position where I think that I could actually clinch one. Um, no. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, like we, we need, we need to, we need to team up and actually <laughs> we, need, we need to, we need to hopefully that. this time the servers will hold up a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they did that thing. We, we, we played before and it was, they, they did that thing for me where the houses didn't load in properly. Uh, so it, so it looked like you were just wandering around a world that like this kind of weird paper mache fucking five-year-old like a five-year-old fucking drew it in crayola and then just mashed it all together and stuff so um player unknown's paper mario sounds like a really good game actually oh fuck um (laughs) (laughs) uh, i mean yeah i mean there's uh, there without without wishing to jump the gun too much there has been some fucking news surrounding that game which is (laughs) the the Player unknown has been getting rather rather ban happy with that game, and uh, you know not not he's with being, a, sorry my mic was being, oh god my mic was just muted for all of this sorry I was oh wondering god. I was wondering where the fuck you went I was like I is, was, is, I was, I was <laughs> talking I, just, I, I was like it was is, is, is his tooth like getting sore or whatever I was like so okay. I, I hit the you're just in a corner Nico going hey hey I'm trying to uh, uh, yeah yeah. No, no, listen. No, I, I thought I was just kind of like agreeing with you guys. So I thought I didn't, I didn't really take take much notice of like not being responded to because it was kind of like, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, Sorry, I'm used what to being invisible. I'm used to being on? invisible in conversations. I've, I've been there before. It's like, okay, it'll just keep going without me. I'll live. It's <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess I'll te- check my texts. I don't know. This, this, this is writing on games cast where the sad boys convene. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, so so right. So the, this whole thing is that this this is so fucking weird for a couple of reasons. The first being that it involves a guy called Doctor Disrespect, who I had no idea was still a thing. I don't know if you guys are at all familiar with Doctor Disrespect. I mean, do do you have any like is, knowledge of who he is? Is that like Doctor Demento from the radio? Nope. Okay. Is it like Dr. Tracksuit? <laughs> um, not, like, a, a more, f- a, a Dr. Tracksuit with, like, more, it's more kind of, like, focused and gamery. Um, oh, I'm looking at him right now. He's like a Ron Burgundy-esque character he, 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 does, he does He does wear a tracksuit, if I remember correctly. It, lo- it looks um, like he's got fake hair and an ironic, um, like, newscaster slash firefighter mustache kind of so, going on. And- so, so Dr. Disrespect is a fucking guy that I... So, so right about the time that Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 came out, I was watching a lot of fucking Call of Duty gameplay which now just seems like fucking absurd, but it was like, I, I was subscribed to fucking Machinima Respawn. I knew all the fucking directors that were fucking uploading there, like Hutch, C-Nanners, all these people. Like, Dr. Disrespect was one of those people, and it was like, he he, he had this, he has this fucking shtick of, like, uh, you know, he talks like this, and he's commentating over games, and he's talking about, oh, I killed you, I killed you. And it's like, it's it's really weird and like not not great um so some of it is like you can't tell if it's like surreal like 
if it's so bad it's like surreal <laughs> it's like um which it would kind of make it funny but i i don't know it's, essentially this thing is this thing is weird because i had no idea this guy was still doing that character like fucking seven or eight years after i first heard about him um you know it's it was almost kind of comforting in a way to know that these people that were that back then you were like oh these are the fucking internet celebrities these are the people that like these guys are you know leaving their jobs to focus on call of duty gameplay uh, and you know that's that's gonna stick around that's gonna really take off um it was almost comforting to know that these people still had their ways of of doing this but it was but then you're like oh shit this humor is exactly the same as it was back in 2009 or 10 or whatever and um, it's always ages terribly it's always so bad and uh, like but what's perhaps yeah. troubling about this this news to me anyway essentially so dr disrespect got banned for team killing in player unknowns battlegrounds if you are familiar at all with the way that I play squad battlegrounds, as Nico is very familiar with, that you're you are uh, here. I can sum up your play style in two words: child murder. And um, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not just child murder. It's I, 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 I don't. Hey, there's some teenagers in there too. Exactly. I yeah. It's, That's just the cream on the crop. That's so, just the. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so if you're not familiar, like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds allows you to play in a squad of up to four people. If you don't have four people, like you can still just play in squad if you want. Even if you're on your own, you'll just get matched up with a random squad. Um, so what we would do, and what I did for a long time with not not just you, Nico, with everyone, we we would get into a squad of three, and we would always tick team ups up with a rando. And immediately, immediately, they were surplus to requirements. They had to go. They were done. They were done as soon as they fucking entered that game. They shouldn't enter the game. They shouldn't know. Um, and every single time, we'd jump out of that plane. We'd tell them, yeah, we're, good. we're going over here. Come meet us over here. And then I would fucking massacre them. And it was the best. And it made that game so much fun. Um, and... Uh, no, no, you can get banned for that. Apparently, no, no. Apparently, oh, it's not. It's making the game not fun for other people. Oh, uh, oh no, it may, it, it's, it's, that's really weird behavior to show. Oh no, uh, blah, blah. I don't care. I have my principles. Okay, I need <laughs> to murder the randos. I need the rando blood. There's like 96 other randos all over that map. You could be killing them, but Better. none of them are on my team, Nico. You sound it. like a gang leader from the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you probably have face paint on when you're playing these games. Yeah, and exactly. Like, Can um, you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I need the fucking Randall blood on the team. I, I, I need there. I need to get the number down. That's all I'm saying. Even though that number doesn't actually affect anything, because the team just if the team is alive then all the team members win but still i need to i need to kill someone there was that there was that guy that um that we played with uh and i killed him and he just 
stayed in the match the whole time spectating just shouting um like, uh, <laughs> that guy he, was the best he, he was like i got this on shadow play i got this on shadow play and i was like fucking fucking do what you do what you fucking will mate uh, um, i got you on shadow play and i'm gonna send it to the devs yeah exactly but he never did because i'm still here baby um, i guess because because apparently they'll just kill you yeah exactly yeah yeah um yeah I, I, obviously obviously i'm joking i like I, I i like all this is like what what i found was that after a while killing the randall is too easy man so what you got to do is what you've, you've got to get into the match talk to them like you know hey man how's it going like let's do this yeah and then tell them to jump out at the very start of the map like say okay we're going three two one and then watch them fly out the plane and then you fly all the way fucking across the map and then fly out and they're like oh what the fuck why'd you leave me and it's great because just knowing like that means that when they come over and then you kill them makes it all the sweeter and i've definitely done that before a guy told me i just i just shut him out like out of chat like you just don't talk to them at all and you like, just like talk see what they do you gotta talk no to when, when you leave them to their own devices it's the funniest thing ever because they just start kind of like going rogue Dude, you guys are going to be flying to thailand pretty soon and paying ten thousand dollars to do this in real life <laughs> i'm really concerned for your mental health this is actually psychotic oh no, right no you want to talk fucking psychotic no. Right we'll, right, we'll come back to we'll come back to battlegrounds. That's we'll put a pin in battlegrounds at the moment. Um, I I actually I went to uh, I went through to to Edinburgh recently or near Edinburgh um, to help out um, my pal uh, KG Videos. Uh, he 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 makes videos on YouTube. They're very good. Um, he was doing a, a charity stream for uh, a Great Ormond Street Hospital uh, for for sick kids, and I went through there to to help out and. Uh, um yeah i played some hitman for the first time in a while hitman's still really good as it turns out um i set myself the challenge however of killing everyone on the paris map um and i did surprisingly well (laughs) um uh which made for a weird stream for for sick kids as i was running around with an axe (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, it was, um, so, yeah, it's, it's essentially, like, in all seriousness, like, I, I always view Hitman as this really weird game where it's, it's a game about killing, but it makes violence very, very difficult. Like, you, if, if you get caught in that game, it, it turns on you very, very fast, and, um, like, I, 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 I find it interesting that most games make violence like super easy because it's it's all about the amount of violence you can commit. Whereas in Hitman, yes, it's about violence, but it's about limiting the collateral almost, which makes maximizing the collateral a really interesting challenge just on a gameplay level. It's also not fun. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's 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 a really fun challenge, but then you see the faces of the people that you're you're gunning down, and you're like, I don't like this. This is very very bad. <laughs> this is uh, um. So I, after a while, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna kill all the guards because they're trying to kill me. That's fine. Um, I I don't like killing the civilians in that game. Um, but it creates like i say it creates some very interesting challenges where it's like okay i have to like hide in the right spot 
I constantly have to be like, okay, can I zip out here and grab some ammo and then get back into cover quick enough? Um, I, I mean, it's weird. I don't know if they've like patched it into that game where you kind of take more hits before you go down or whatever, because it felt like I was taking more hits than I usually would. But um, but yeah, that, all I'm saying, very interesting challenge to the game made for a very weird fucking stream where I spent an hour slaughtering the Paris level and feeling bad. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Hitman's a very good game. Um, have you played any Hitman, Devin? I have. Um, I kind of missed the first season for the most part, so I couldn't get a lot of the like elusive targets. Yeah, yeah. But I've been through the story and everything, and they're bringing stuff out now, and the fact that IO still has control over it I think there's still going to be some more game or possibly another Hitman coming soon. So, yeah, yeah I've been I've been doing that and I've been watching a lot of streams. Um Dave Lang does a lot of Hitman streams yep. and he's really good at that game, honestly. Uh and <laughs> we just end up talking about like 90s hip hop yep. in the chat. So that's I think I watched it's a lot like Puggies to where I watch more than I play, but then yeah, yeah. it still gives me the itch to play that game. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean I think it's also interesting with Hitman where it's like it's a game that feels really good to get good at. It, it, it like I, I was kind of going like I, I I picked up that game on that stream for the first time in months. And it was like instantly I was like, okay, I, I I know exactly what to do. I go over here, I get the thing. It was almost kind of like speedrunning it in a weird way. Um and uh and it was like it was interesting because they have changed some things about the way that um, you know, witnesses work and stuff and where specific characters will go on a map and everything. And that stuff was super interesting to navigate and everything. Uh uh, but yeah it, it felt like super satisfying to be able to just like pull that off and like think okay i i understand these systems on on a kind of on a deep enough level that i can be like okay this is just a cluster of ai picks ai and pixels and stuff like they will go over here because they always go over there and that by doing that i'll get that costume i'll go through here i know what what costumes can access this level and okay, I can I can handle this efficiently by getting a costume that will allow me to access all the levels. And it, 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 like thinking of it in, in, in those kind of terms is really interesting because it's weird for a game with that, that kind of game, with that kind of, uh, I don't know if it's like aesthetic or whatever, but it, it kind of frames itself as like, uh, you know, a story game about you know uh and, and a, a game about you know being stealthy and but it's it's like it's not it's not realistic in in the in the way that you would expect a modern stealth game to be like i say it's like got like they follow very strict scripting patterns and part of what part of what the game is is figuring those out and thinking okay how can i interrupt that in such a way that I can get them going a slightly different way and lead them off the beaten track and get them on their own or whatever, you know, it's, 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 I I don't know. It's just weird to think of it in those on, on that kind of like systems level. Um, but yeah, I guess back to fucking battlegrounds. Uh, (laughs) um, so Dr. Disrespect, you fucking, 
said some shit to what was it? He, so, so there's vid- there's video of him online. Like you can see the Twitch clip where he just fucking guns down a guy on a bike or whatever because there's not enough room on the bike or something. Um, and in the words of GameSpot, the incident caused a heated exchange between Doctor Disrespect and Player Unknown himself. Uh, following the ban handed down to Doctor Disrespect, Brendan Player Unknown Green tweeted out, "If you break the rules in Battlegrounds, no matter who you are, you're gonna have a bad time." Um, and Doctor Disrespect responded with, "If I could do the splits, I'd roundhouse kick you in the neck. But since I can't, I'll just front kick you in the chest instead." Lightning. Good, good tweet. Good content there. Um, what? I, I, that's his shtick. Like honestly, that like reading that, I was like, Doctor Disrespect has not changed. Um, it's all like you know, Chuck Norris. Ugh like all that kind of shit you know? so so basically like maddox humor yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know best yeah, page yeah. in the universe stick where it's like haha i'm overly testosterone and i'm overly a, a jerky bro but the yeah. joke is i'm i'm kind of a nerd secretly yeah yeah like, like uh, so yeah so i mean I know, i'm familiar with the humor apparently, uh, apparently dr disrespect was like one of the like one of the biggest if not the biggest like twitch streamer playing PUBG's. Which oh, is, like he's got a little costume. That's cute. Yeah, uh, yeah. He dresses uh, like a redneck snake. It's like Eastbound and Down, but with Metal Gear Solid. I get it. Yeah. So uh, that's so giving I mean, him too much credit. Like that makes yeah, it sound I guess cool. That is getting, yeah. No. I, 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 if if a bad if it was like a bad Halloween costume combining elements from those two things, I guess. Um. Uh, so wait, like, what did he? Did he say anything during the stream? I'm trying to see, like, what he said. Are they just talking about the front kick to the chest? Like, li- 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 so, so, literally, what happened was he he, he didn't say anything. He just he just killed the guy on stream, um, and then like what everyone's kind of freaking out about is the tweet thing that was going on, um, and everyone like you know basically um, it, it was. <sighs> so so green player unknown uh and like responded saying suggesting violence is the best way to solve a disagreement is just wrong even if you are playing a character and everyone was like oh why are you taking it seriously why are you taking it seriously and stuff um you know clearly it's just a character and he posts and uh, brandon posted a twit longer thing um so today i created a little bit of a shitstorm on twitter before i begin i have to say that i do enjoy the character uh i'm even part of the slick dad slick daddy club i forgot i was even a fucking thing um uh, <laughs> slick daddy club um i was told i should have taken the doc's threat of violence as a joke so now i'll try explaining why i took this tweet seriously and tweeted out the response i did when I was in college many years ago, I had a disagreement with my flatmate. Instead of talking out like men, he decided to get aggressive, and while I was backing away from him, he kicked me in the chest and put my head through a plate glass door. Thankfully, I don't suffer from any ill effects due to this experience. Uh, the point of that story is to attempt to explain why I think even the threat of violence is not something that should be joked about. So, yeah, it's um, it's uh, it could have brought up bad memories, triggered a panic attack, or had other consequences the doc might not have intended. Uh, all I ask from anyone is to consider that your words, however flippant they may be, may have unintended effects on those reading them. Fair enough. Like, you know, sure. Uh, I mean, like, the, yeah, there's, like, that, I, I'd say that's a fair response. Um, 
I, I don't know what you guys think. <laughs> like, uh, it's, I, at some point, it's like, yeah, of course. Like, why do? Why are we caring about the, the like Doctor Disrespect getting fucking banned from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Like a temporary ban, I think, as well. Like, I don't think it's actually a permanent ban. Um, Seven days, I think. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just it's a fucking and online is weird. As, as it says know. a lot about that growing relation between developers and streamers that kind of yeah. gets talked about every once in a while. And sometimes you rub up against big names and big personalities and you have to know how to handle those people. And in a culture that's kind of let a lot of shitty things go rampant, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see, um, not forceful. I'm trying to think of the word, like a, a very, a very hard stance on something that compared to say, <laughs> Things that have happened recently that are way worse. This seems kind of mild, but also it's admirable because it shows that the people who are making these popular games uh, care about more than just the big names that are selling the copies. For sure. Because there's a level of pandering that those people get that I'm not necessarily a fan of. And it is interesting to see any sort of pushback to negative or toxic or just plain stupid personalities yeah yeah which we kind of need more of these days because more of those are going to crop up and more people are going to keep doubling down and getting worse and it's like again this seems mild but it could very easily blow up in either person's face very quickly yeah there's a lot of people watching this conversation and any person who's mean enough could just go and dox either person or just Mm -hmm. like it could turn into full-blown harassment very quickly for two very public people and that's what's been happening over the past three or four years and i'm tired of seeing it so yeah for sure it it is interesting to see pushback like i said yeah and it's like i mean you know yes like you, you kind of think like oh it's it's insignificant like who cares but it, like at some stage it's got to start somewhere i suppose it's like you know you got you got you got you got to kind of start small with this stuff and like then that's the thing is you you think at first when you hear this like oh shit this is really small this is a really small thing but then you actually think like okay this guy has actually been fucking kicked in the chest and and it you know nearly caused some very fucking serious harm and so yeah, it is. So I guess like what may seem insignificant at first, perhaps isn't that way when you actually look deeper into it and stuff. But yeah, you know, I, 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 when I first heard about the news of like, of, of, you know, team killing being like a bannable offense, I was honestly kind of like bummed out because a lot of the fun that I have had in that game has been like, just kind of fucking with people and stuff like, and you know, like usually people are kind of, are usually people realize when they go into it like you know hey i'm i'm going into squad with a bunch of fucking randos like and the internet is a bad fucking place like yeah i should probably expect to 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 not do so hot here but then also but then i kind of thought like man you know there's maybe some people just want to play the fucking game and uh and you know by kind of taking a stance like that, they're they're saying no. We we want you to to play our game, and just because some dorks want to be trolls, myself included, like you know that shouldn't stop you. Like it, like it's it's weird because I kind of see that game 
especially like the lobby of that game where you get in and it's just a fucking chaos thing of like fire and people thwacking each other with machetes and everything that's and, and you turn on the voice chat and it's so fucking like toxic and you know just slurs getting thrown about everywhere it's like it is that braggadocious um machismo uh, like anonymous anonymous machismo of the internet just in microcosm and and i can see that being like hugely off-putting for some people so the idea that the developer is actually taking a stance and saying like yeah you know like that shit may happen but just know that like you can go in and like we are trying to allow you to have like an as enjoyable ex- as an, an experience as you can with this. Like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Nico, do you have any thoughts? Uh, nothing that you guys haven't really said. It just, yeah. I'm just, I've been just kind of reading the defenders of the, uh, I mean, it's all the usual what's, suspects, what's his, you know, what's his dumb name again? I already forgot his name. Uh, Doctor disrespect. Dr. Disrespect. I kept I kept writing Dr. Disrespecto here. I added an O at the end. I'm not sure why. Um, it's actually the Marvel character that he ripped off from years ago. His one superpower is just yelling at people. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool to see someone, like, at least taking some form of action to kind of detoxify the, the online environment. Um, yeah, do you, I, I guess just like does this now does this now file the game under like SJW crap for a lot of people now, quote unquote. You know what I mean? How people yeah, yeah. like to do that as soon as one developer says anything uh, close to human rights or anything like that, they uh, get mad and hate the game for some reason. I, I, I don't know. There's there's always good, like I I I almost kind of feel like the game is too big at this stage to really be hit by that. Like um, you know it, it, it's it's kind of taken on its own life or whatever, you know, that's kind of goes beyond player unknown or whatever. So, and also like the people that would actually like fucking like boycott that, a game for that reason, I imagine would be so fucking few in number that Brandon, that someone like Brandon Green would just be like, fine, fuck off. Like who cares? Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I can't I can't see that being like a major issue for them, but you know who knows. It's uh, uh, I guess we'll see how how much you know it, it, if Doctor Disrespect decides to follow up. Um, you know, you, you don't want to fuck with Doctor Disrespect. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we are. I guess I should. I guess we're firm. Like, I mean, I don't know. Has, has anyone been playing anything else or, um, or. Mm. I got into Warframe again. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw you mention that, um, and I also, I, I saw. Was that after the Unprofessional Fridays thing? It was actually right before that. Right. Um, someone on the Giant Bomb subreddit was actually like, "Hey, what's a good free to play game?" And I had played it on PS4 and said, "Well, I played it way back when. Things have probably changed, but it's still a, a good game." Mm-hmm. So I decided to try it on PC and. Uh, it's still a weirdly fascinating free-to-play game. Like I've always meant to check sh- it. Yeah. The shooting's not that great, yeah. but <laughs> you, there's this thing you can do where you can run, jump, and slide, mm-hmm. and that locomotion is enough to keep me going because it's you can practically slide through a whole level on one jump sometimes, 
Jeez. So like it's insane yeah. and it's really floaty and it actually doesn't work, but it's just, it's really fun. And I also found out you can float in the air if you're aiming. So Jeez. Okay. it's just like a weird, fun game to jump into and play like 30 minutes to an hour at most. Uh, and I haven't gotten very far in it, but it just kind of every once in a while when I want to play something different, I just pop that in. And they have a bunch of different mission modes, and there's crafting and everything, so it it scratches a lot of good itches for me, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it, like it looks very generic, but like I, I've I've heard a lot of people talking about that movement as being like a really good thing. But I was also watching that fucking Unprofessional Fridays thing, and it it looked kind of janky. Um, yeah, I I, I don't know it. it I was just like, oh, this movement probably feels quite good, but then there's also a lot of, like, weirdness to it. Like, it feels, like, kind of overly floaty and stuff like that. Like, it looks like it feels that way, but I don't know. I could be way off on that. Um, Hey, I think I have a friend who's got, like, endless fucking hours thrown in there. And I always thought he was kind of crazy. I don't know. I just, like, I think I played that game for a little bit, and I just really wasn't the state of mind i guess to check it out but i just I, I, I bounced I, off it's so hard i saw a lot i saw a lot of people in the upf chat like saying oh, i've got like a thousand hours in this game and i'm like let me uh just, i want to hour shame my friend live so we're gonna okay uh let's see he's got <laughs> 851 hours i mean ryan I what are you doing man I, I don't know how you put that into any game but let alone like, I may or may not have 400 hours in Civ 6. Just saying. Persona 5. Seven, oh, that's... Uh, I, okay, so I think I'm only at 120 right now with Persona 5, but uh, I still need to get the platinum. I mean, I, I, I got yeah, 101. I, <laughs> that's not bad. That's smart. <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah. Slightly less depressing. Because <laughs> when you consider I also have, like, 200 hours in Persona 4 and Persona 4 Golden... And 180 hours in Persona 3. You just do the math and it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 have you played through New Game Plus in Persona 5? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I will stop it with the fucking jokes, I promise. Um, but uh, I'm on my fourth playthrough. <laughs> you're on your fourth playthrough? Because I can finish that game. I finished it in 80 hours, and I can now finish it in about 60 to 50. Right, okay. Because... I'm skipping a lot of social links. I'm finishing the dungeons in one shot. So now I'm trying to do a bunch of the side quests. And um, oh, what's the other one? There's like four trophies left right, that okay. I need to get. And I still have one trophy left in Persona 4 Golden. And that will be my biggest regret other than being underemployed, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, th- those are the two games where I actually care about getting a platinum for some reason. So, I mean, you are an expert, so. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I crack myself up. No, um, uh, but yeah, I guess with that, I guess we're into the news. We started the news. We already started the news, right? but... We, but we yeah, didn't hear the we theme. Already in. We didn't hear the theme. Okay, the theme that just played there that you didn't hear, but it's, it played. Trust me. 
Um, wow, what a what a theme that was. What 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 a theme? What a theme? Um, I I don't know. I guess the first thing we should probably talk about is that uh, tell Telltale's been fucking us all left and right. Oh, it's been, it's kinky. Been, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The the hor- the, hor- the horniest game developer. Um my my main main sha- shaft sto- story mode. The Wolf Among Us 2. Um uh, Hooray! Finally. Jesus Christ. Which was originally they said no chance like a day ago or something. Yeah. What <laughs> Like well, the, the the article that I read yesterday was uh, by way of uh, God. I'm going to say his name correctly for the first time out loud forever. Uh, Andrew uh, Reiner's oh, yeah. article. Uh, I've been calling him Reiner forever. Uh, like a dingus. It's it's one of those things. I read it in my, for years and years, and I never heard it spoken aloud until many years later, and it blew me, blew me away. Yeah. Um, he he posted something that said like, yeah, basically there's going to be no season two for this or um, Tales of Borderlands, but we also have something to announce at Comic Con. Like that's what it's that that's kind of what I read, and I guess they've announced just prior, yeah, that Wolf Among Us season two is uh, it's coming. I think it's the best Telltale uh, fran- like franchise thing. Yep, and it. I also what a also, weird what a weird IP to pull from too is like yeah. fables is cool but that made it cooler and a lot of people who would never read fables are totally checking it out now I, th- I want to say fables had a TV show I could be crazy though I um, I think you might be right there I can't remember exactly what um, the fuck is it yeah I swear there was a there was talk of that. Um, I just searched Fables TV show and there was uh, television series Uh, okay yeah so it looks like they've been making pilots and stuff but it never really branches out so this must have been like the actual first real crossing over for a media for Fables I I dare say I I could be wrong I kept wanting to say it was like it it was that thing that was announced for PlayStation TV or whatever that like their original content but that was Powers I want to say I I think they've just been trying to turn Fables into kind of like a a serialized you know like a its own little like kind of lost universe or something like that kind of because there there are a lot of characters to work with the if you just played the games you would think it was just about the the big bad wolf guy um it's really not i think yeah. if i remember correctly from high school and stuff the trades kind of focus on different people depending on where you are in the story and it's for those who don't know it's all the all the traditional grimm's fairy tale with with some other different uh you know cultured fairy tales mixed in i believe as the series goes on uh, they all they all have to move. They're kind of evicted from their uh, storybook world. They're kind of fairy tale world. And they all have to live in like uh, it's either mo- modern day Los Angeles or at least like the seventies. I want to say I can't remember exactly what the setting is, but that's kind of not that important. But mm-hmm. it's just them. They, they have to um, the, the the more kind of monstrous or kind of more uh, mystical looking people have to um, dose themselves in something called glamour, which. Um, is in a lot of fiction that I'm playing at the moment, but Glamour just kind of masks you as a human being while underneath you're probably some fat troll or something like that, and they have to kind of... The, the... Yeah, prompto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lose, lose that weight, or otherwise I won't like you. I mean, I, yeah, exactly. 
just judging from our talk about battlegrounds, I I I, I haven't taken my glamour because I I'm a fat troll as well. Continue. Indeed, you are, Hambo. Um, <laughs> damn it! That, like knocked me off of what I was thinking. I'm sorry. About. I'm really sorry. <laughs> well, That's why um, I'm here. Yeah, well, I mean, what what I was going to say was... Um, it's, it's just the, the goings-on there are the, are the plot of, in those people's lives. There, there was not much else to it. I mean, but, it, um, is, it, has, it has a very kind of cool, like, no, noir setting, but it's, it also feels weirdly out of time. Like, it, it, it kind of... It, feel, it feels like... But by having that old-ass noir setting, like, applied to something that actually feels very modern in a lot of ways it, it kind of it it, it 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 kind of jolts you out at certain points because you're like okay this is this is like a, a weird kind of cool detective story and then it it feels like okay this this place feels lived in it feels like i could go down the street and see this like this kind of setting or whatever but then oh shit there's a fucking pig um a pig with a pig who does not pay his rent. Exactly. Oh no, wait, no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Mr. Toad. Yeah, he's a ah, cockney. Yeah, yeah. He's a cockney man who always skims out on his rent, and he goes out unglamoured all the time. It's, it's no good. Yeah, exactly. Kind of kind of kind of a kind of a big toad walking out there. Um, but really uh, but yeah, I mean, earlier I said you know it's it's the best Telltale franchise. We were also talking before the podcast, like we both haven't played Tales from the Borderlands. Which Devin, you said, actually is the best one. <laughs> um, have you played The Wolf Among Us at all, Devin? I have. I really liked it, but Tales from the Borderlands did something I could have never expected. It made me care about Borderlands characters. That's a that's a fair point. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you, yeah, I mean, you're also saying like you don't need to know about like the the kind of lore of Borderlands, like. At some stage, though, is that not just like, like, just making shit up? Uh, just apl- I, I don't know. Is it? If you, so part of that feels weird to me about like, um, you know, uh, there is no lore here, so let's make some fucking lore. Um, I don't know. It's, it, I mean, the does, onus does it, of that series. Was like, that? the thing? The thing that it does is it introduces characters. Like in the main games, it introduces characters. They have a couple of character traits, and that's pretty much all you get. Uh, some of those characters return from Borderlands, but this is about new characters that actually live in the world of Pandora, right. and it kind of covers some of the topics that get briefly talked about. Like, there's a weird corporate structure around the way Pandora and like bounty hunting works in that game. And it talks about like what it's like for a entire planet to be run by a corporation, and it also talks about people who live on the ground and have nothing to do with that. Like uh, one of the characters works for Hyperion, which is like the the big dog in uh, Borderlands Two, and then one of the characters is just a street urchin who's a um, is a con artist, and they end up teaming up. And this does buddy comedy better than I've seen in a good while. And a lot like Final Fantasy XV, it sends you on a trip. And going point to point is what brings you along. And almost every time something happens, it's hilarious. The people who wrote this game are amazing. Because they made almost every line 
hit perfectly. And that's not easy to do in a uh, narrative-based game. And they introduced uh, loader bot. Loader bots are like common enemies in Borderlands, but mm-hmm. they made one specific loader bot as part of your party, and you fall in love with this guy. He's just... He's right all the time, and he's kind of innocent like no one else is. And you find yourself agreeing with him, and he's like the king of one-liners. Mm-hmm. He just very robotically says something and it's always right and it's always funny and every time he was on screen i was like tuned in so i want more of that more than i want any other series they're producing right now Mm -hmm. and i know it's not that easy like i can imagine trying to fire that back up when you are also making game of thrones games and batman and god what else have they done they're they're doing a spider-man one right yeah I, I i seem to remember something about that they, they're doing guardians of the galaxy as well right yeah um, that happened i mean it's it, like i I, do, I don't know for me i i kind of really like the walking dead season one it, like i i liked season two of that a lot more than a lot of people did um and then it was like then you just heard about them doing fucking like every game and whatever and i was like yeah, like you're you're fucking the 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 tools you're using to build this game still just produce games that are kind of weirdly broken or whatever. Maybe like work on that a bit, and then I'll care again. But I I, I don't know. The, the like from what you're talking about is it like because because the Walking Dead games are not like especially humorous or whatever. The the Wolf Among Us is kind of like darkly comic in a lot of ways, but a lot of that also just comes down to, hey, it's hey, it's someone in poverty, but there are toads, you know. It's uh, um, <laughs> like uh, from what you're talking about, it seems like Tales of the Borderlands, Tales from Borderlands, is very explicitly like a comedy game. Am I wrong in that? Or it has some dark tones and it gets serious near the end. Right. Uh, okay. Which I actually appreciated because for almost three episodes straight, there are stakes to a degree. Like, there is kind of a very specific reason to keep the plot moving. Mm-hmm. But near the end, it gets a lot more personal. And uh, things start happening that really hit home. And, like, it balances drama and comedy very well. Mm-hmm. But it is much more comedic than those other games. I think it is heavily comedy but also has very serious uh tones to it cool i mean like yeah i i I, i've had that sitting in my fucking steam library for ages now and i've always thought like man i need to check it out i think i think you might have actually sold me on it um uh but yeah i i I don't know um wolf among us 2 is not the only game they're bringing out though they also announced and i mean well they announced a couple of things um the first being that they announced that the next Walking Dead season is going to be the final one, which I'm kind of pleased about because, like I say, I liked season two more than a lot of people. I played the first two episodes of three and originally was very much like, was was very much like, uh, this, okay, this is, this is actually going some places. I, I like this a lot, but then then I actually thought about it like immediately afterwards and was like, wait, fucking what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It, like I, I've also seen like no one fucking talking about that 
that season, which seems weird, but um, considering that the first game is like the the first season is largely considered a masterpiece. Um, to to go to this where it's like no one gives a shit, uh, is is really weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. Also, Nico, this will be up your alley, I guess. Um, the the hmm. new Batman is launching next month. Oh, cool! So that was uh, a that was a neat little Batman story. I just wish the game played better. I mean, I don't, I doubt that this will be the thing to to make that happen. But um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just never fucking had the the motivation to check out the Batman series for some reason. Even though, like, again, like a lot of people were saying, hey, this is actually surprisingly okay. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's Batman. Uh, who doesn't like Batman? I it's 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 superhero noir most of the time. I don't really care about Batman. <laughs> you uh, got you gotta you gotta love the bat. Otherwise, people are gonna assume you're a Superman fan, and we can't have any of that nonsense. So, might as well just say claim bat. I love Superman so much. I love he's the best superhero. Can't get enough of him. I don't care about superheroes. All wow, I host a podcast with a fucking wiener now. <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> Superman uh, fan, I'm fucking out of here. What is this? The fucking Angry Joe show. Go wear your S shirt somewhere else, buddy. Oh, man. I need to know that I, around I feel, here. I feel, I feel weird with the Angry Joe jokes now. Why? Because, because like you've seen, you've seen what he's been like posting and stuff. Uh, yeah, like that. but that, that wasn't due to people joking him. That was due to him having like a fan base that's full of a bunch of fucking kids who are entitled. Like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. He can take a Superman joke or two. I've I've seen his nostalgia critic mashup things where they talk about Superman. It's, 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 the Joe can take a joke. Angry joke is what I like to call him. Yeah. That's actually not what I call him. Devin, any thoughts on Angry Joe? (laughs) I saw one video of his, said, man, I can see where he's coming from. And he, uh, so I sometimes watch Jeremy Johns because, uh, he's, he's kind of interesting to me. He, uh, he, is of that same ilk, but also I agree with him on a lot of things. Right. And <laughs> I was one of those assholes who was really, really, really not happy with the Mass Effect 3 ending. Um, looking back on it five years later, might have been a bit harsh, <laughs> but it was interesting to see someone critique and talk about everything that was wrong with how they ended that game. And uh, he kind of earned my respect there. And I'll see Angry Joe pop up and crossovers there because, as we all know, YouTube is one giant conglomeration and they just fuse together like Saiyans or something. Exactly. No, no, no. Uh, YouTube, YouTube is is all about unique unique voices, and that's that's why ga- that's why games criticism sucks because 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 a talking donkey said so um no i'm, I'm joking uh um, hey he just posted a player unknown battlegrounds video while we were doing this podcast <laughs> tom clancy's battlegrounds fucking so stupid i wonder um, if it's gonna be him team killing a bunch <laughs> <laughs> donkey's the real doctor disrespect donkey disrespect um no, like I, I dunk respect. I mean, you, you know, i i don't know did did you did you have any thoughts on that donkey video uh devin uh, I haven't seen it, but I'll probably watch it as soon as we're done here. I mean, it, like honestly, I, 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 you know, we we talked about it a fair bit last week. Like, we are both 
uh, donkey fans like he when he wants to be he can actually be like a super astute critic and stuff but it was like the the problem i had was that a lot of the stuff he was saying could very very easily be applied to almost any youtuber it was um so yeah i don't know it's, it's, it's not it's not like super fucking essential viewing or whatever but um yeah, it was it it, it caused it caused like the the only reason it was actually really that noteworthy was because of the start, like it was because people talking about it as if it was noteworthy. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's uh, YouTube, man. It's it's just it's a it's a good place that is not that is not hellish in any way. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess with that, that's the telltale stuff. You know. It's, they're gonna they're gonna release games that play like shit, but you know might have good writing in them at some points, but also might not. Hamish, so, how dare you? You've damaged the the engine. Here's what you have to do to fix this thing. You really want to talk about this fucking Unity thing, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, okay, fucking kind of. Well, let's 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 get the discourse out there then. Let's talk about this. This mm. let's conti- like the discourse is going to consume us all. We need we need to just we need to embrace it. Embrace the discourse. Um, I just need to make sure that I'm as level-headed as possible about this because my immediate reaction was frothing rage, <laughs> which it shouldn't be because I'm not even a video games writer at all. I'm a lapsed writer at best. The last time I've written an article is heading towards a year now, but for some reason I care about the respectable nature of any sort of writing medium and as mm-hmm. much as we talk about this being a, an enthusiast press and being you know very closely tied to developers and stuff at the end of the day it is still journalism and it is still editorial and it is still reporting yeah and any time a criticism is levied against that i try to look at it and i try to see if there's anything that i can say yes we need to be better about that and a lot of times we need to be better about things. Yeah, yeah. Like what we put out there does affect things. At the end of the day, big websites and even smaller websites and singular names, like big enough writers have push and pull in the industry. But if you try to assume that people are shitty on the internet because someone's written bad about the Unity engine, that's so extremely myopic. Yeah, yeah. It uh I'm not going to name the person. I'm not going to try to bring too much light to it because I didn't even want to retweet this guy. I didn't even want to jump into it because there's no point in it because one, I'm nobody. I won't do anything Two, bringing him in would be the worst. But when I first saw like how this guy posted this on Twitter, that was the first thing that made me angry because he immediately said games writing caused this bad comment here's what you need to do to fix it and i am not a fan of being talked down to ever and he's not even talking to me i don't write about games but (laughs) i want to because i'm an idiot so what went through no i'm uh, (laughs) (laughs) no yeah i mean it's it's whenever whenever someone tells me to do something maybe it's just the 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 the, the weird fucking mu- musician in me that that likes confrontational art i always i, I always it's kind of unconsciously end up striving to do almost the exact opposite <laughs> so yeah I can, yeah, yeah I'm, I can. I'm the same way 
like yeah. something completely unrelated like someone big in the uh liberal politics writing world was like whatever you do don't go on chapo trap house and that immediately made me think i want to go on chapo trap house now <laughs> not that i have the pull to do that but like yeah when people come off as trying to be above you mm-hmm. that only works if you are morally being a worse person like when people are critiquing things that are morally repugnant and like toxic and actually causing problems yes that needs to be addressed you need to be a little bit forceful about it because there's no other way like there's no nice way to do that at that point yeah but when you immediately come off as trying to be morally superior you really can't prove that that person commented because kotaku talked bad about unity or whatever yeah yeah like i can promise you that people who are making bad comments in steam forums we're going to make bad comments in Steam forums no yeah. matter what. And yep. actually, most of those people hate most of those websites. Yeah. Actually, yeah. more than the games that they are talking bad about. Yeah, like they, they would they would they would be reacting, you know, oppositionally to to any take that those sites came out with because it's because it's not about the take. It's about the person writing it or whatever. Yeah, it's it's. I mean that that's that's kind of it. You know, these people are talking about, you know, on some level removing toxicity without actually recognizing what the toxicity is. You know, it, it, it's it goes it goes kind of deeper than just the surface level. Like you know, I mean, for to to be clear for for those that listen at home, like we're talking about um the the unity thing that's somehow come up again like weirdly like I, the first the first time it really came up in a big way was again when donkey commented on it um, <laughs> which was he, he just made a, a passing comment in a video that was like uh you know uh it was it was his ukulele review i think and he was talking about oh you know like unity fucking sucks or whatever and everyone was just like nah dude come on like it's not it's not the engine it's uh like think of how many fucking amazing looking and playing games have come out of unity um and super hot was on unity dude like it's that's such a if it's well used it's a good engine but the thing is people like oh my god i have to think through this so much more than just trying to jump into it like i want to be better about this but like jump into it jump into it Embrace oh, it. I'm trying to, I had a thought. Be consumed oh, you, by the discourse. You're not. You're not being some superhero by defending an engine. Like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah a, of course. Yeah, yeah, this is something you're using, and if you're proud of using that, good for you. But at the end of the day, the tools are constantly going to change, and whether or not we know about it as writers or as consumers should really not matter because what it matters most to is the developers and the people who actually interact with this stuff. And it's very important to them to use what's best for them and what they believe in. But there's no point in defending something, especially against some anonymous commenter who's not going to hear your point. Like, these people aren't going to suddenly have a change of heart. They're going to hate the games they hate, no matter what. Yeah, I think think the the thing that... the People actually, like, know this shit and are like, you know... I, I think people when when I I tweeted about it earlier and I was just kind of like it's it's not it's not a case of like like you say it's I'm you know no one I, I there's no point in like trying to like what what are you hoping for that like 
everyone, even non-game developers, are just going to download Unity and start making games in Unity. Like that's like it's more just about it's it's about kind of just criticizing the the mindset from where that comes from and like it's saying that okay maybe maybe there's maybe there's a root here in the kind of reductionist way we talk about games and their development and stuff which is something i i have talked about on the channel before you know it leads to the like the wrong people getting blamed and you know that's that's maybe that's maybe a thing that like you know um that i that i could have like done better was the idea that like you say it's 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 not that the reductionist um it's maybe not that the reductionist discussion of games development leads to the, the leads to these people being created and the and getting and and attacking people or whatever like those people were there to begin with they just needed the target and the reductionist way of talking about video games gives them a very easy target um and so you know that that's I don't know. That's it's 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 a weird thing of like you know, is you, you kind of think of it in like a kind of chicken or egg situation, and you're like, no, it was the fucking egg. It was the the the, the toxic people were there to fucking you know to to begin with, and they were just going to go wherever the fucking wherever they could be fucking heard or whatever you know wherever someone was going to give a fuck about them. So yeah, like you're right. Like talking about this on the level of you know of just no the, the games writing needs to be better about this because unity's getting trashed like fucking who cares <laughs> it's uh um yeah i don't know it's, it's a it's a it's a weird fucking subject and it's it, like like i say it's not the first time this this whole discussion has come up and it is um yeah it, i don't know it's, it's it's always just kind of depressing to see like people take this stance and be like uh it's it's the same with anything it's like you know game length and all that stuff you know where people are like this is a product i paid 60 dollars for damn it i deserve this and i deserve that and it's like i can no, just it, that's not how you should measure value on any level or anything um i don't know it's 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 just to me i i don't know i i, I just think it's more just about like creating a kind of a, a level-headed way of approaching things like game development and like the kind of the politics that go into to that and uh yeah i don't know nico any thoughts i, I i'm i'm honestly still trying to like just i'm still confused as to why the unity discussion has this is like the fourth time this has happened. I feel like. Yeah, I I I, I think it was like literally a fucking Steam post or something like that. Can, can some way can you when you guys like give me that link? I've been trying to like I've been even before the podcast today. I woke um, up to just a bunch of people just like talking about like it's a shame that the that the lower like the smaller companies have to put uh, the Unity logo at the beginning and the the bigger ones don't or whatever. And I just like where is this coming from? Like what what, what happened? Did, I'm, I'm honestly like that's, that's the thing. Like I'm honestly trying to find like what's the, the catalyst of all this talk today? I just well, don't understand. Right, the, okay, so there's there's. I mean, you you've got places like PC Games N who published an article saying why we write about game engines. Um, you know, uh, and I don't know. I'm I can't. So, uh, so they posted this right. Okay, so this is this is the this is the tweet. I think. Um, 
I'll I'll send it to the Skype chat. It's from uh, like I don't know the. I mean, at this point, the tweet the tweet's big enough at this point that it's like, you know, uh, it's a guy a guy called Adrian Forrest who um, who seems to be a, a teacher at, at SAE Institute. Um, and he was like, okay, games journalism, here's here's a thing that you have fucked up for game devs and you need to repair the damage, stop talking about engines. That's, yeah, I, I, I forgot how fucking, like, shitty that tweet sounds. But it's like, it's, it's literally just a fucking, what engine is this? Is this, it's just, you don't know what game it is. Anything like that, it just it's just a post from someone saying, what engine is this running on? Curious. Someone says the Unity engine, and then someone else quotes that and says Unity. It only takes that one word to remove a game from my wish list. What a pity. Like, that's obviously a fucking dumb take. That's the fucking, like, okay, a, a, a fucking dumbass isn't going to play a game that they wanted to play. Like, fucking who cares? Like, that's, that's on them. Um... But yeah, it's uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I do I do have a real problem with the way in which games development gets talked about. Um, and like I say, I've commented on that before. Um, because like I say, it can it can lead to harassment and stuff. Like that. Even I mean, obviously, harassment is bad on any level. But it's like people get dragged into. It was like the Andromeda thing. People got dragged into that that had legitimately nothing to do with to do with any any of that stuff you know or or, or at the very least we're we're far from being in charge of any of that stuff um but the thing is with the andromeda thing people latched on to it because the person was a woman and it's like you know oh it, no yeah you know and that was like okay the 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 fucking shitheads were able to take that and you know run with it and uh yeah, so it's so it's like Devin was saying, you know, it's it's kind of those shitheads are always going to fucking exist, you know, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, like I I I don't want to say they will always exist. I want to say that as the culture is, as it will be, unless we start changing things dramatically, like those people are going to crop up, and they are able to mobilize and harass people on their own just fine. Like um, that that Mass Effect Andromeda is a very different story because they made it into a witch hunt. And yeah. that's kind of been the narrative since 2014. But, I mean, it's it's been going on since longer than that, but, like, for the past three or four years, it's bubbled up to a very, very big and scary thing. And this feels more like... Uh, it just feels more like a grouse at the way things are. Which I think you are always able to do, and you should always be able to complain about what's wrong with this culture. But my one problem was pinning this all on games writing, which you are giving games writers way too much power. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. It, it is, you know, to go back to the donkey video, if that proved anything, it was that, like, a lot of the time, a lot of the time games writing has to be on the defensive you know it's 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 uh um yeah i don't know it's 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 it's, it's a fucking weird thing um and yeah it, like i mean yeah like like you say like people are you know you know we we can do something about this and we can like try to get some of that toxicity out of the out of the culture and everything like that but like 
people are always going to have fucking bad takes about video games, you know? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it, it, like, it, 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 like, like I say, it almost kind of feels weird, like, talking about fucking Unity because, like, Nico, you said, like, this is, like, the fucking fourth time or whatever this has come up. But, um, yeah, yeah it's, it, like, like you know, it, it's, it's always, as with all this stuff, there's always some... There's always more bubbling under the surface, you know. Um, but yeah, let's uh, get back to actual fucking news, Devin. Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, I really didn't want to talk about that, but it just it kept scratching at the back of my head. Yeah, so it's, yeah, sure, I'm, sure. I'm sure. glad we talked about it because I kind of needed to formulate thoughts on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, it, it's it, uh, like I try my best <laughs> again as a not real writer to look at these things and figure out how can I do better in the future? God forbid I actually start writing again. Yeah. Like I, I want to do better. And I, my favorite thing to do is to interview people. That's, yeah. that's what first got me into journalism. And I think interviewing game developers would be the best use of my time. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how to do that as best as possible. And, you know, work with them as best as possible but also never in my mind when I am making something or when I'm interviewing someone, am I trying to be on their side? Like it it is not, it is not a person's goal as a writer, as a journalist to really a hundred percent side with someone. Mm -hmm. Now editorial is where that kind of comes in and that's where you get your chance to kind of plant your flag. But at the end of the day, you have to be your own person and you really cannot take up this person's cause a hundred percent. So I see no point in trying to become a part of some army or defend some big thing like unity, like, or some dev or anything. I think if there is a real threat to someone, you should absolutely defend them and call out things against it. But if there's a person making a shitty comment about they're not going to buy this game, I've got nothing for you. Nothing I could write about could change that person's mind. Nothing I say could self-flagellate enough to make it better for you yeah totally that's not how writing works (laughs) oh man uh i mean to completely change the fucking subject like how's the how's the kind of um the the article seeking grind going for you like is any 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 movement there or I have ideas mm-hmm. and I'm going to start pitching things uh, a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a break from applying to jobs because that's obviously not working out. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I know, I know the fucking feeling. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's better for me to just get an idea out think of it, hopefully get something approved and get something out there and just get back into it. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I've had so many ideas come and go. I've written down so many things, but they've passed on. And so I I have a couple of ideas I want to jump on and I hope I can push myself enough to get it done. You know, like I mean, it's... It, sorry, I was just going to say, it's like, that is that is one of the things that I kind of, I'm not, super into about the games writing thing like is is the idea of things passing on like that and like don't get me there's there's totally that 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 kind of thing on youtube as well um but it's it's just the idea that like i remember i pitched i pitched an article on abzu to someone um like about uh 
two weeks after it came out and I got a response back saying it was an old game and I was like fucking hell like this is this is a weird way to to view games like like people in people people in the industry always talk about you know us oh, it's weird that we kind of have this weirdly impermanent view of games and stuff and it's like well you know the these are also the people that are i mean they they, they are the people that are uh you know putting out there this notion that if a game is if you don't hit that fucking embargo date or whatever then you might as well just not fucking talk about that game or whatever um yeah it's 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 a weird fucking thing and i i, I don't know like part of the benefit of having the youtube thing is that i can kind of just like if i feel like talking about a game then i can talk about the game and like hopefully create something there that has somewhat more of a like a, a thing that you can take away from that and apply to other games or whatever like but it's it's just you know when when you're talking about like it's, 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 this is it's, it's not a thing of like you know oh fuck these outlets or whatever but they have to think about you know traffic and the clicks and everything like that um and uh yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, how 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 do you kind of navigate? Do you, do you have any feelings on that kind of side of side of it, or like does does it annoy you at all that like you have ideas and they might like they might pass by just because of how how people have to view things like the traffic and stuff like that? Absolutely, because I'm not an organized enough person to hit like a big game while it's hot. Yeah. Because it takes me a good long while to really formulate a thought yeah. and <laughs> make it not sound crazy. Because, <laughs> uh, well, I shouldn't say crazy. I should say, ever since I was a kid, I've I have this weird brain, and it doesn't work like most people. Which <laughs> I mean, you could say about anyone. But <laughs> my thing is, a lot of people believe in order and you know, uh, keeping things in line and keeping schedules. And none of that works for me. I am, I'm, I call myself human entropy because I just, I'm just an agent of chaos. Like yeah, I yeah. just, I explode in a million different directions and my mind goes a hundred places. And if anyone, God forbid, if anyone listening to this follows on Twitter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I open that app and just spit out what's on my mind. And yeah. That's just kind of how I work. And some of my best writing and some of my best like podcast materials just come from that. And <laughs> yeah. I cannot work in an orderly world. And I understand why it has to be like that. Because if you ask any editor or any analytics person what it's like trying to hit that very tiny window, you have to hit that to get those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And for bigger uh, sites and for sites that aren't focused on that specific grain of writing it's not as important but if you're starting off new or if you are a smaller website every person seeing that uh piece of writing every person downloading that podcast matters and you are doing your best to maximize that and i understand it and i understand that there's a time and a place for things and in that two-week window that was the time to talk about abzu and then after that not a lot of people are going to like comment and subscribe about for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like t- being realistic. Like that's just how the human mind works. No, to- totally. And, and it's, it's something that, 
you do see on YouTube and stuff, it's like, I mean, the the Zelda video that I made, for example, is like the second most popular thing on the channel. Like, if I'd posted that even like a day later, I don't think that would have done as well. Like, there, that was actually, you know, uh, that that was actually a weird kind of experiment in like, okay, I actually have something that I can write about this game fairly quickly, and I can, I think it's, I, you know, I think it's substantial and everything um and like and it and i just i was able to just get it done and like get it out and stuff and it did really fucking well and and that was kind of a, a thing of like oh shit okay maybe maybe the embargo date maybe hitting that thing is is like is really fucking important and like that doesn't make it any less like irritating and i've, I've talked before like you know i i, I made a video on like the bethesda review policy and stuff and actually said like hey you know this might actually be a good thing because it places the people that have access to the games on the same level as these slightly more niche voices that might by the very nature of what they produce like might have to take more time to to put stuff out there um and you know it, it, it's so it's, it's definitely it's definitely a thing that applies across all forms of content or whatever but um yeah, it's, it 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 doesn't make it any less, you know. I, I I wish things were fucking different, and it's you know, I again I'm very fortunate that 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 video that 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 thing that I I, I pitched about Abzu, I was then able to be like, okay, I guess I'll just make that into the video, and I put it out there, and you know, it, it, like at the time I I had barely any subscribers or whatever, um, so it didn't like do huge didn't do gangbusters or whatever but i was like i'm really fucking proud of that video um so uh yeah i i, I don't know it's it's a it's a it's a it's a wild wild world and everything but uh i mean it's, it's, it's also interesting because i also i have done experiments with that in my actual writing where it's like you know i like there was without wishing to fucking put my foot in in, in my mouth too much uh it was uh I it was it was not it was the article on Thumper that I wrote for Inverse and you know Roland was the fucking best for taking a chance on that he's a super good like uh you know if if like if you're if you're listening to this and you're in a position where you know you're you're looking to fucking hire people or whatever like Roland is Roland is a really fucking good editor and stuff and it's it's a real shame about what happened to the to Inverse and the gaming section and everything but you know he he took a chance on 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 this idea for uh, for a thumper article i had and i pitched that i hadn't played the game <laughs> and it was like i was just being a fucking bold bastard <laughs> it was uh um and that's exactly what happened to me with elite dangerous uh yeah. garrett martin was like hey does anyone want to write about elite dangerous i was like yeah sure <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah. hey he, and he asked me, have you ever played it before? I said, no, do I need to play it? He goes, no, that's actually perfect. Because they were looking for people who hadn't played it. And I was like, oh, this worked out perfect. I, procrastination yeah. pays off. Once. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I very much pitched an article that was like, okay, I have I have a code for this game. Like, it, it, that was what would be assumed from reading the fucking pitch. Um, you know, and I'd been playing it and I gathered these fucking thoughts. I'd watched, like, a few YouTube videos or whatever and I was like, I guess I can write something. I don't know how this actually feels. And it was like, and he was like, yeah, sure, go for it. Like, uh, and then, uh, then I, I, I was, I, I like 
played it it like came out and i was able to play it for a bit and i was like thank fuck I can actually, this actually works okay i can write this fucking article but it was like man if 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 ever there was proof needed that this industry is about being a writer first and a games writer second like that was it for me it was it was like um you know uh, it, i i like it, it it just became a thing of like man like loving games if you want to get is if you want to get into that specific side of things then just loving games isn't enough like youtube has kind of opened the doors to like hey if you like games you can fucking write about games and stuff but like if you want to actually be good at it you have to like want to learn about your craft and everything first um and you know actually like spend time honing that uh but if you're writing for like outlets it's it's a whole nother thing entirely because as we've been talked about that window of getting things out there is substantially smaller and so you need to be able to tell stories like more so than you would in if you were just like hey i like this game let's talk about this game you know um so yeah i, I don't know it's it's, it's, a, it's a weird fucking thing but um you know it's, it's why i'm again why i'm thankful to be able to you know have the youtube thing where I, i'm not i'm not a fucking like slave to to whatever you know whatever need whatever's coming out or whatever like i i i was talking about this on a fucking podcast recently actually um that i was interviewed on uh, like yeah i kind of got asked about the fact that i i do kind of cover like recent games or whatever and i'm like i i i like i like to keep up with, with that stuff just just on a just on the level of like i like to i like to kind of see where the culture's at and stuff and i feel like playing the games that are coming out gives you a good idea of that and like examining that allows you to go deeper into that culture and kind of see what what the what the underlying things about it are and everything so yeah i, I don't know it's there there are definitely benefits to staying current um on on a on an analytic on an analytics level and and an analytical level um but you know it, i i think that it's important not to it, 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 it's it's hard to say because like yes it's it's important not to become to become a slave to that but also as we've talked about these sites are often entirely like dedicated to that because of the mindset of the readers which you know so i don't know it's uh, uh writing about games is something that everyone should do it's the best you totally don't feel any existential dread doing it it's so good um but yeah um nico how you doing <laughs> I'm doing good. Just taking in all this hot writing talk. <laughs> where, where are the videos? This isn't the, end, this, this isn't the end of the podcast, by the way. I'm, like, I'm, I'm just genuinely like, how are the videos coming along? They're doing good. It's like, like honestly, like I know this sounds like the excuse to end all excuses, but it's like seriously, my tooth has been just like dragging me along. Aww. Like my tooth. My, my, no, tooth, my, my tooth is in fucking charge. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I it's, saw the video. Don't worry. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that thing kind of has just has just like sapped any gumption I have to like do anything at the moment, and I'm just like trying to patiently kind of like 
stay productive and on the pulse of things while also just kind of being like, I wish I could lay down in a cave until I get my root canal. Like, when, 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 when are you actually getting your root canal? I actually just responded to a text this morning from the dentist being like, are, can we confirm you? Uh, I My first one is on the 25th, and I had to okay. wait so fucking long. And, that, yeah, I, th- I thought, like, I mean, I seem to remember yeah. like a couple of weeks ago you were saying I'll be a couple of weeks, and I was even then I was like, oh man, that's, that's a yeah. while. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't really want to make an appointment until I for sure had a way to like pay for it without just being 1000% out of pocket. So yeah, I finally yeah. got like in-house insurance or whatever that is. I, I don't even know what you call that. It's not insurance because that's what my card says. But um, it's like I have to go to this one specific dentist. But yeah, I did not. <laughs> in-house. I did it's not, not insurance. TM. I get it pretty much like it's like it'll just take some of the, the, the strain off of it, but I'm still paying them. And uh, it's just... Love it American so healthcare. Much. Love American yeah, healthcare. Yeah, it's so, so good. Much. Let me tell you about the joys of being on Medicaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Oh man. Uh, yeah. The entire time I was under like my mom's like healthcare thing, I didn't ever have an injury, didn't have any reason to go, and then it's like as soon as I become like, as soon as I'm like like taken away from that, all this medical stuff happens to me. It's like it was by design. It's it's something else. Yeah. So there's the there's the writing on red writing on Medicaid cast writing on Medicaid. Oh, but um, yeah, I'm working on a Dark Forces video talking about why it's the best thing ever, and like- um, it's just hard to be enthusiastic about anything when your face is throbbing in pain. So it's, 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 it's kind of just been like ruining like the voice recording aspect of it, and and by extension, it's kind of ruining the writing aspect because I kind of don't know if what I've written is shit until I've kind of recorded it. And heard for myself if it's shit or not. Me, it's Nico. Yeah, that yeah. never changes whether you're under the influence or not. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's always gonna happen. That's just writing. Yeah, I, yeah it's just uh, Nico. Send, send me a draft. <laughs> I ain't trying to be no ham bob in this black though. I'm trying to. No, Nico. I. I've <sighs> been. I've been. I've, I. I've been helping a lot of fucking YouTubers at the moment, like edit their stuff. Um, I, I, you that's know. cheating, man. That's cheating, and I will not allow for this cheating, <laughs> this team killing that you get up to. I'm Look, the nepotism ruins this industry. You, exactly. you can't just pull strings and become the next million subscriber. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not like, fair, oh, this, it, oh, it's just another writing on games protege piece of shit guy. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I'll be like, oh great. And then I have to live with that. So no, <laughs> striking out on my own, Nico. I've I been got my telling satchel. You to- I've been telling you to send me drafts for fucking. I, I got my satchel. I got my 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 well worn sandals, and I got my gi, and I'm walking across the country making YouTube videos about video games. <laughs> You're gonna learn the dark hado. What's up? Yeah. The dark hado. It'll it'll give me the strength I need to have a. An okay YouTube channel. I don't know. <laughs> but I've been doing this t- terrible thing where it's like before I even really get started with the videos, I've just been wa- watching videos and history of people who have completely destroyed themselves making videos, and it's it's not a good way to get into the history. <laughs> just watching like, oh, whatever happened to this guy? He used to make a bunch of videos. Where is he now? Oh, he he's just poor. <laughs> and <laughs> he doesn't do anything. I have, a, I have an dude. unhealthy obsession with people who self-destruct. Like I've seen it happen so many times recently and something about me just latches onto that. And oh, like, sure. it's, it's bad. Like I shouldn't watch this person 
burn to the ground, but also it's like, well, at least I avoided that by never jumping into the fray at all. That's yeah. I know. I, mean, been, uh... I, just, I don't I don't know. Are you familiar, Devin? Are you familiar with DSP at all? Well, funny story. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I know enough about him. Um, okay. I don't exactly watch a lot of his stuff, but yeah, I think we... I don't know if it's... Yeah, we did talk about it last time when he cranked his hog on live stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah, so we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, that That's was just old. eternal. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. eternal. Yeah, he, nice. Even he owned up to that one because he... I mean, he handled that do? very well. He handled that extremely well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Credit where credit's due to DSP. He actually, like... That guy somehow jerked off on camera to a bunch of people and has somehow... It's it's kind of all in the past now, I, I, which you, you can no, never say with the internet. I, I think I think it's more a case of he jerked off on camera, and it's not the worst thing he's done. <laughs> it's, yeah, like it, it, recent, like recently he's been going fucking hog wild on the fucking on the on the dumb bad shit. It's like uh, it, it, it's it, it, like it's, it's it has gotten to a stage where it's almost kind of like. It's it's sad now. It's it's not even like funny anymore. It's just like oh man, like he's he's basically flanderized himself. Like yeah. it's kind of so separated from the original. I don't want to say charm, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of it's such a character char- or a caricature of a characterization at this point that it doesn't mm. have the same ring to it. And you know what's I just crazy? I, what's that? He makes a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> Oh he, he, no! He, no, he he. So there was a thing on he, on Twitch the other day. He made like a thousand dollars in like bits and cheers and stuff like that. Um, like in a day. His Patreon yeah. says his Patreon says a grand with or uh, one thousand and twenty two dollars. So his Patreon is fucking wild because he he has been saying for the longest time that his patreon his goal used to be $1250 a month and then it was like and you know if he if he met that he'd do like a fucking patron's choice playthrough or something like that and then he lowered it to $1025 a month and then people were like wait what the fuck happened like is he just trying to meet the goal because you know, people are just dropping out or whatever, and he's like, "No, no, no, the goal's still the same. The goal's still the same. My Patreon, like, pay, my Patreon page is fucked. They, they don't know what's wrong with it. Like, the, 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 you know, the, the amount that's displayed isn't the amount I actually get and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, as someone who runs a Patreon and he talks about like decline pledges, like decline pledges are commonplace. You know, it, they don't affect things in the way that he's talking about, you know, it, it um, must fluctuate like fucking crazy. Like, especially yeah. with the dollar people. And I, I assume like, I, I just jumped off of, um, no clip, not cause I don't like it just cause I figured I might as well throw it at writing on games, but, um, no, but it's like, like you know, like people, uh, some, some people go, Oh, okay. He's made enough money. I think I don't need to actually help him anymore and stuff. And that's kind of what I did with no clip. So it's like, but there are like, a a million reasons why like anyone who i don't even have a patreon and i and i've already learned don't you know i like if i had one don't like i would not sweat that shit and i would not be looking at the total every day like what dsp is obviously doing yeah i mean it's it like but you know now now it's like now he's raised the fucking goal to one one two five or whatever and he's still like no no the goal's still 1250 like like dude come on like you've changed the goal like fucking twice now and you're still saying it's the same thing you're going for every month 
and then he he had more goals where he was like if i get 1800 dollars i'll be able to uh, like i'll buy a new pc or something and then he didn't make that so he deleted that goal and it's like man like patreon is built like if you are not 100 fucking percent honest with your patrons or whatever you will absolutely fail like you there's no chance for you it's you really have to like nail that shit down and dsp has done the fucking opposite of that um and i i I don't know how he's still making that money because like you go onto his channel he's getting like a channel with like almost two hundred thousand subscribers and he's getting like 500 views a video maybe and it's like you, you don't put that down to God. he uploads like thirty fucking videos a day, but like, man, it's um, it's just a thousand bucks. I mean, shit. I mean, at least he's putting out content. He's not like um, Spoony one with who just hasn't put out anything since uh, twenty fifteen or something like that, yeah. and still makes six hundred a month. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. absolutely nothing. But it's still like the fact that DS, the fact that in this day and age, a guy like Spoony makes less than a guy like DSP <laughs> when not so long ago those roles were like horrifically reversed yeah. is insane like there's some wi- and Patreon is fucking weird it, like the landscape has definitely changed like yeah. the people people who used to not be big players are all of a sudden huge names because they're making x thousands of dollars per month yeah and it's kind of i kind of like watching that to a degree cuz i kind of like seeing where the impetus goes because obviously people like Drew Scanlon and Danny O'Dwyer are going to bring in big bucks. Mm-hmm. Like d- they had a built-in uh, fan base by the time yeah. they started. And uh, did I mean the same thing? I guess I could say with Colin Moriarty. Like yeah, yeah. He had a big fan base, and he still has a big fan base. But there was recently a big thing about him like dropping off recently, and people were talking about it like, "Oh, the numbers are." trending down i'm like that's such an insane thing to think about this this platform is supposed to be kind of like a direct way to support people it instead of futzing around with advertising or taking marketing dollars or whatever it's supposed to be the people who like you give you money and now it's turned into such a big thing that when you start doing bad on patreon people start reporting on it and it's like a vendetta which I don't agree with anything the guy says, but also I don't care about if he's doing worse or not. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like on some level it is, it's like how, how, like, what does that, does that tell you anything? Like, it, I mean, if anything tells you more about the audience than, than anything else, you know, I mean, it's it, Patreon is pa- Patreon has always been a really weird thing for me as someone who has had a Patreon for a year. Um, just because it, it feels weird to like say to people, Hey, this thing you've been getting for free for so long, like how about you pay for it? You know, it's, it's the same thing the fucking music industry went through or whatever, but it's like, it's, it's the thing, the thing that's weird about it to me more than almost anything else is that it's so hard to gauge what ones will be successful and what ones won't be because i mean something like like you say like colin moriarty you know he had a big surge from people that were like clearly fucking you know 
it was protest like money essentially it was like hey you know it's this i'm again like people who didn't know who fucking colin moriarty was were like he's sticking it to the sjw's here's money um and you know like drew scanlon and daniel dwyer like they worked big sites you know they're doing their own thing um but it's like you know you have what's really interesting is that just having a big following does not guarantee you any kind of like any kind of level of support on patreon like there are people with like two hundred thousand subscribers that get like twenty dollars a month and there are people with like fifteen thousand or you know thirty thousand that get like several grand you know it is and i don't i don't know what the kind of correlation necessarily is there but it's um it's it's, it's fascinating to see um i mean you know I, I I kind of I get asked about this sometimes from people who want to start their own Patreons and everything, and they ask me for advice, and I'm like, you know, I I can only tell you what what my thinking was, which was like, okay, I will start, I will start this at a thousand subscribers because at that stage, it seemed like you it it, it it's framed as like something foundational for the channel, but also it's not like no one is going to see it and. Like, but also then for me it was weird because it started off pretty slow and then kind of gradually picked up. Like it was, it wasn't like an initial surge and then it just dropped off. Like I mean, obviously yesterday like has altered that somewhat, but that was also a very different situation in terms of subscribers and everything. Like at every point of a Patreon's existence, there are so many variables to consider that it's like it's impossible to give any concrete advice on it it's just like the the best advice i can give is be honest (laughs) like a lot of people were messaging me like saying like you know oh usually usually i don't but i liked the i like the i I liked how you were in that video you know it was like it seemed like you were genuine and everything it's like okay on on a cynical level i'm like okay this 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 works this is like this is what patreon is built on it's built on honesty and transparency and everything so yeah it's 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 a really weird thing and it's 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 just it's really weird to see something like that you know be absolutely ungoverned by by the numbers and stuff like that like in terms of in general like subs don't matter in the same sense that they did you know years ago or whatever it's um like they're obviously important to have that 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 base of people that will get your video in there put in front of them or whatever but it's like the you know monetizing that and doing all that kind of stuff is like an entirely different thing um yeah it's and i don't know it's it's a youtube is fucking weird and like that's kind of why i like it in a lot of ways it's like it's it's hard to predict um but you know as I, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, like I'm just super grateful that now I have that level of support that I can actually like go bigger with it and you know say hey this is actually what I do now and so yeah you know it's it's it is it is, is, is any issues that I have with Patreon are kind of negated by the fact that like I literally wouldn't be in this position right now if it wasn't for the support that that gave me and the pressure that it took off me in terms of like finding other freelance work you know it was uh so yeah i don't know it's 
it's amazing to watch you reach this point versus any other Patreon I've either supported or seen. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, a lot of those people uh, built something else beforehand. But I like you are pretty much built on this platform. Yeah, and it's, that's yeah. It's it's starting to be the norm, which is kind of interesting because before the only way you would consistently get out videos or writing about games is working for or trying to create a new platform. Mm -hmm. And like if you weren't in with uh the websites or if you didn't know how to make a new website, you just weren't doing it. Like yeah, you're yeah. you're out. So it's amazing to see someone do this from the ground up. And like, I think that kind of gives me more faith in the platform than when it first came out. Uh, God forbid I could never make one because like you said, you need to be as honest as possible. And I don't know how I feel about telling people all of your money is going to go towards me moving to Seattle so I can legally buy weed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a fucking like, you know, I, I I don't know the, the way I the way I see it is that like in in terms of this stuff you know it, 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 sometimes I feel weird about it because I I don't, I never wanted to feel like I'm trying to like milk my fucking mental illness or whatever but like it, it's just a thing of like having depression and stuff and having it to that level for me anyway it had the effect of like okay well nothing like nothing there's nothing about me that i am like that i feel like worse about than this so if i can talk about this then i can talk about anything you know and it's it like um and that that was that was kind of the main thing for me it was like it 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 it, it teaches you a lot about like being kind of an open book and being an open book in in a, in a scenario where okay there's there's at least some eyes on me here like it is it's 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 a lot to think about and stuff but it's i i was i was i was thinking the other day like man i'm really glad i didn't have youtube when i was fucking like 17 or whatever like uh, because that because then i would have you know done some really dumb fucking bad shit or whatever um but you know you get you get to a stage and it's like okay i i i am okay with myself i am okay with um you know I, if if I can be okay with certain aspects of myself and honesty is the thing that helped me a lot with my depression and everything, like honesty will go a long way in other areas as well, you know? So I, I don't know. I mean, it's, to go back to your point about the idea of like having to work for websites, that was kind of a lot of what drove the, the video yesterday and everything. It was like, as, as I said before, like, the the way it works now is you know I, I a year ago i was viewing this as a portfolio that i could show to someone and say hey let me fucking I, I can do this let me work for you and i'll do this for you whereas now it's like oh shit the people that are asking me to do this like some of them i have more viewers than than them you know it's it like and you know that's not to like fucking I'm not like, hey, I fucking, I'm better than you or whatever. It's just, it's just the facts, you know. And it's, uh, like, yeah. So it's, 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 it's just, it's been weird to think of like, okay, I, I could do this for myself, and you know, maybe I won't make as much money, but in terms of like security and stuff like that, like asking, asking people for money 
turns out to be more secure in some in some cases than than you know trying to forge some kind of traditional career or whatever you know so i don't know it's 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 it's, as i keep saying it's a fucking weird thing um but yeah um i just realized we we haven't even gotten through all the fucking news yet (laughs) (laughs) oh man we find we find the greatest 45 minutes hour-long tangents possible exactly this is twice in this is twice in a row now that we've done this like yeah 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 totally like honestly that that the the actual news shit is like it's some some of the fucking like least interesting shit to me like i some of this stuff i could not give a fuck about like but you go you go on the tangents from there and i think that's i think that's what makes for interesting podcasts and again it kind of like it, it contributes to the idea of like hey if you want to actually be good at this you have to let your personality be shown a little bit so it's not just about saying hey this is a thing this is what it means it's like it's allowing yourself to kind of like jump from one thing to the other and having you know being multitudes and like allowing your experience in other areas to uh to affect your opinion on on games and stuff i don't know it's it's weird i enjoy it but um it, it makes it makes news it makes talking about fucking news enjoyable um speaking of news uh fighting game blaze blue cross tag battle announced at evil 2017 uh, did, did you guys did you guys watch any of evil yeah uh, i i caught a lot of high yeah i caught a lot of highlights at the end right but um i actually got to see some of the premieres as they were coming out and that blaze blue cross up got me real excited I, i'll I, let you guess why <laughs> uh yeah he's, he's blaze blue expert uh devon hall <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, of of course this is uh, it's, it's drawing characters from Persona and the like. Um, yeah, I, I I I've never played a Persona fighter, but I've heard they're really good. They I like um, They bridge the gap between crazy Arc System Works anime fighters and uh, Persona, and they did the smart thing of making this slightly more accessible than. Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear. Right. And I was able to jump into it and with, you know, a, a good amount of knowledge of fighting games. I've I played Third Strike back in the day, so I had, you know, enough of the knowledge to jump into it. But honestly, that game is much easier to jump into, but <laughs> very hard to master. Yeah. Uh, actually, one time I went to a local arcade and wanted to play against other people because online plays fine, but there's something about going to the arcade and playing it in person. And I play this guy and he just whops me, absolutely destroys me. And we get to talking. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've just started getting into Ultimax. It had just come out a couple of months ago. And he goes, oh, cool. Uh, I helped found Dusty Loops. I was just <laughs> like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like Dusty Loops is a huge, huge forum for that kind of game yeah yeah yeah. and i was like oh that explains why you know this game a lot more than me <laughs> and uh it was just really crazy to have that connection and then uh i had i lived in nashville tennessee for a good couple of years and i got to go to uh kit which is uh kumite in tennessee right and one year they had ultimax and then they kind of had it on the side sometimes too but uh one year uh the year that persona q came out uh i brought that and I was playing it on my 3DS, and like five or six people jumped around me and watched me play it. 
And like two or three people in the group was like, well, I'm buying that game now. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, I accidentally gave an exhibition to this not fighting game in the middle of a fighting game tournament. Like, <laughs> enjoy your Etrian Odyssey crossovers. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it seems like it seems like there was a lot of announcements coming out of coming out of Evo this year. Um, uh, they've got fucking geese coming to Tekken. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that too. Yeah, yeah. Although it, I, I was listening to that voice acting, and I was like, "Is it just a thing with Tekken voice acting where all the English voice actors are just fucking awful?" <laughs> um, because no, that's Geese Howard, dude. That's uh, predictable is a thing. Like it, uh, I think that goes back to like his original appearances in. Um... Uh, oh, I can't name the series right now. I was just talking about how much I know about fighting games. Fuck me. Uh, yeah, it was uh, fucking. Oh, my brain has gone to fucking mush. Uh, Fatal, Fatal Fury. Fury. Yeah, Fatal Fury. Uh, no, yeah, that's yeah. just a, that. That's that's coming over from Fatal Fury and it, pretty much any other appearance he's had in games. Like that's that's just Keith Howard. But also, yeah. Tekken is a good platform to have dumb characters and like dumb voiceover work. It yeah. just it works perfect. I, I, have you have you played Seven at all? Uh, I do not own it, but I have a friend who, uh, I played it with a couple of times. I need to get it because I feel like I could honestly just get into that, it's but also really good. money, money uh, yeah, is a for, thing, for, man. for sure, for sure. Um, Gotta save up for that Blaze Blue Persona game. <laughs> I say, um, I say money is a thing, but I buy every limited edition Persona game that comes out. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean uh i i i don't know the the tekken stuff looks cool i'm just still super excited for tekken bull <laughs> yeah tekken bull um and i want that character who was pre-order only that i keep getting fucking items for a, uh, what's her face the, the, the vampire the, an e or something like that yeah that uh like erica El, El, eliza eliza isn't there already fucking isn't there only so, someone Called. I think I think she's in another Tekken game, like a previous right, so, one. So I'm thinking of Alyssa. There, there is, yeah. There's a, a Eliza a, or Eliza. I don't know how to say that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a damn good video game. Uh, they keep making good moves with that, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, she's cool. Uh, the whole, the whole, the whole. Um, or sorry, not she. I mean, Geese is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. um they they've been announcing more characters for that Dragon Ball fighter that's coming out. Yeah, I just saw Hooray Trunks is in the game. As if that's <laughs> like, all right, is Vegeta in it too? What about Goku? I'm willing to like, bet that's the case. Can I just I just want uh, more of the humans because those guys are underrated as hell. I know in the sense of the show, if any of those characters got in a fight with the Saiyans, they'd get torn in fucking half. But <laughs> This is a video game. Give me my Krillins. There will be a Krillin. Krillin and Yamcha you know, are like guaranteed. Give me you a know TN. they're gonna make they're gonna make Mister Satan, and he's gonna be like weirdly overpowered. Always. He can't That's even just... throw key in the other games. He throws rocks. Come on, it's <laughs> bullshit. It's... Give me give me Chaozu, okay? I don't even know if Chaozu's yeah. technically a human. I don't even know what the fuck he is, but he's he's great. Give me Dende. I want like five year old Dende. Yeah, give me. Give me, give me a weird. I, I like the weird fucking characters, like the kind of second and third 
important characters in Dragon Ball being in the games. That the Budokai games did it where they just put in random fucking dudes. You want to play as that guy Kiwi from the background of one episode? Well, now you, here you go. So if they do that, I, I, I guess they can't though. It's more of a traditional fighter, right? So there'd be way more balancing. So it can't be one of those like engorged 152 character rosters like from the other games that are kind of just action third person action games I guess would be a good way to describe the old Dragon Ball fighting games I mean all I can say is that you guys were exchanging a whole lot of words there that I totally did not understand you you must know some Dragon Ball by like nerd osmosis it's like it's in I know, it, I know Vegeta Goku Trunks you know go, Krillin go, 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 go Tanks you know Kr- Krillin? Krillin? So you know you? Gotenks. How do you, like, you're getting that you know, far into things. Yeah. Gotenks is, like, some deep, I mean, he's not, like, deep cut, but he's, like, most people just go, oh, that, the fused kid or whatever, or, like, you know, they don't even know that guy's name. That's my so you don't know, name. Kr- Oh, my, the fused kid? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> n- no, it, so, there's Pic- Piccolo. Yeah. That's... That's my. I that's my. That, that, that that's not fair. That's that's in your subconscious because that's my uh, PUBG's name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I played that game at E3. That that seems like a very good video game. <laughs> it was Marvel as fuck, and that's okay for me with Dragon Ball. There's only one fighting game coming out that I care about. It's a game called Gundam Versus. This is Gun Gundam and Gunpla expert of the. You Rainbow might games like the older. Plan dbz games because they're not as they're not as complex as those gundam games but they have more in common with that gundam game you were playing than the the dragon ball z game we played like the older ones yeah uh, yeah i mean i don't know it's just kind of uh, behind the back run around do shit from the show non-stop and i don't know i pull uh, like eight buttons at once and i don't know it, it's very impossible to knock someone down I, I literally had no idea what i was doing doing that gundam game. i just i just like Gundam games there's not enough Gundam games they're, but they're like wrestling games like uh, uh, like in like like in the sense that like I just I play them and I, I kind of love everything they're doing but I, I couldn't tell you how to win a match in any of those things like I don't know how to win wrestling games I don't know how to win Gundam games I mean to be like honestly that Gundam game that we played Gundam Versus felt the most like I understood what was going on a lot of the time like I mean or rather like older Gundam games, a lot of them like there was a there was a real kind of phase in the PS2 where they just brought out a bunch of games from around um the the original series era. And yeah. uh and it was just like, hey, these are just a bunch of fucking walking tanks and they move really slowly and I guess just shoot the things until they don't exist anymore. Um, whereas this was this one was very much like, um, like hey, this is actually kind of controls like, like like you feel they would in the anime or whatever. It's it feels very fluid and uh, and there's a lot of options there. I guess it's just a case of getting used to all those options. But it also felt the most like, okay, I am. I want to do this thing. I want to fly around as this robot and cause havoc. And there are specific ways in which I can do that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still very excited for that game. I think that's coming out in September or something. Um, but yeah. Um, so evil. <laughs> um, 
anyone anyone have any other thoughts on evil like as a whole like i i, I hungry box cheated during uh, a match and he only got like a slap on the wrist for it and his bullshit i mean he didn't win the tournament but still that's all i gotta say i i don't know i want I, I like um I, I i always like the idea of evil more than i i like actually watching it um i don't know it's it's it's, it's weird like I'll, I'll maybe like check out like the finals or something like that um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Devin, any takeaways from it? Or there's a lot of good stories this year. Uh, right. The Bombcast talked a lot about like new names coming up and uh, Marvel Three being finally done and like a right, yeah. new champion kind of ending that game. That was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, it's like what you're saying about uh, Evo kind of transcending liking fighting games or liking tournaments. It's it's gotten big enough to where it kind of has its own production and its own uh, mystique, I guess. Uh, yeah. To where it brings in more people than any other tournament for a reason. Yeah. And I, th- I appreciate that to a degree, but I also understand, um, like, we've gotten to the point to where it's on Disney and, uh, yeah. like, ESPN2. And as cool as that is and as much opportunity as that's going to bring in, like, it also raises a lot of questions about the relationship between uh syndication and like major corporations jumping into something that is so homegrown and so defensive of itself yeah. for i believe a lot of right reasons uh the fighting game community is very insular mm-hmm. uh very accepting it, once you're in you're in but they're very self-defensive and very reflexive because they've wanted to stay the way they are and not become esports and a lot of people are floating around the idea of this is becoming esports and i i kind of didn't see that this round but i think that conversation is going to keep happening until either it's outright rejected and never talked about again or it actually starts taking on more and more esports e-league e-entertainment like yeah yeah. (laughs) entertainment i think i stole that joke from someone else actually (laughs) okay um uh, yeah, it's it, it again. It's fascinating to see the uh, mythos behind something, like see the culture behind it. But then actually seeing the performance is kind of it's kind of the same thing, but also slight things changes. You know, new characters, new players, new teams popping up. It's uh, it's always fun to see. I think I've always wanted yeah. to go to one live because why not go to Vegas and sweat it out with tens of thousands of people? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's always weird to me because, I mean, you can say this about any fucking esports or whatever, but it's like fighting games, especially like, you know, if you're talking about things like, like Tekken and stuff, like you're talking about super technical things there. Like, you know, it, it's, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're kind of, into video games and you're and you pick up Tekken or whatever you can kind of like mash your way out if you want but it's it's like if you're like broadcasting that as a sport like how the fuck do you convey the technicality involved in those games to like an espn audience you know what i mean like um yeah it, 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 it again it contributes to what fascinates me about that about that whole scene and everything like that but it's uh I, I always say to myself, like, man, I'm going to watch some fucking Evo this year, and then I just actually just never get around to it. But, um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to figure out if there's. I mean, there was there was that announcement for Street Fighter Five, uh, Abigail. Like fucking... every time I see that key image of Abigail, I notice a little bit of the nipples out. <laughs> Anyone ever notice that? That's the first thing I saw, which I don't know what that says about me. I'm like uh, they need to fix the nip slip on this bad boy. Like I don't need this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that nipple is the does size of, that nipple's the size of Ryu's Oh my head. god, he does. I didn't even notice that until you said it. Now I'm staring at it. Um I'm, oh, looking, at, I'm looking at a picture where he's got Abigail's scrap metal behind him, but the P and the L are are not are not working, so it says scrap meta. What a random character to put in. Yeah, I I I It's kinda weird. Um but yeah, uh, in terms of stuff coming out of Evo, I don't really know what else there is. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is getting Jetta from Darkstalkers. Okay. Which is kind of fascinating because uh, <laughs> there's kind of an image macro going around of that quote from the people making this Marvel saying, no one knows who the X-Men are, and then the announcement that Jetta from Dark- Darkstalkers is coming out. Which is like such a crazy pull. Like, yeah. if you know fighting games, you know Darkstalkers. Like, it's a pretty iconic character. But saying people don't know X Men and then dropping Jetta is really weird. Is he only in like one, two? He's in Darkstalkers three, and he's like yeah. M Bison, and then that's about it. Yes, and his <laughs> stage is called Fetus of God, and I implore you all to look <laughs> it up because it is batshit insane. <laughs> well, he looks like not so cool in this art style and maybe it's just the art style overall like he looks a bit like a power rangers villain now and not that he didn't yeah. before it's just that the sprites kind of made him somehow made him kind of give the illusion that there was some bad assery there now he just looks like an anime villain and he fits a lot better in dark or dark stalkers like it, yeah it makes more sense i guess it's the fact that i'm watching footage of him outside in the desert in the daytime and seeing anybody who's all purple like that out in the sunlight just looks fucking hilarious no matter who you are. Like, a, a purple human being is funny. I don't care who you are. If you're all purple, it's funny shit. Hot takes from the Writing on Games cast. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like, come on. You saw some dude with, like, purple skin and he's fine and not choking. You know what I mean? It would just be like, who is this guy? Who is this joker? Exactly. I can't find uh, his stage. Uh... Already, um, I mean, Geese's uh-huh. stage looked pretty, pretty fucking cool. I, I very much enjoyed the look of that. Um, he's great just because his name's Geese Howard. I don't yeah. even care what he does in the plot of uh, Art his of name, Fighting his, or his Final name, Fight. His, his name's a plural or Fatal Fury. Geese Howard. Yeah. The good thing is he fits in surprisingly well because he's a shitty dad. Which... <laughs> yeah, he, he's totally a great Heihachi rival. Yeah. Yeah, Tekken is about shitty dads. Exactly. So shitty dads and perfect. the sadness they breed. I don't know. It sounds like a fucking Linkin Park lyric or something. <laughs> and then the bears come in. <laughs> no, exactly. Nobody nobody in Tekken had a father. They only had a dad. <laughs> also, wasn't Yoshimitsu like horny for one of the characters in Seven? Did I uh, see that? Does Yoshimitsu fuck? Is that what you're asking right now? Oh, I know I the answer to does, that. Does he even have a dick? Does he have any organs whatsoever? He has tentacles. We'll, we'll, ta- we'll talk off the air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a very different story for Soul Calibur Yoshimitsu, who's my personal favorite. He's, he's, yeah, he's that. It, 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 any, well, any any Soul Calibur character. This is the thing, right? 
Tekken should be bringing in Soul Calibur characters. I think I said something like that. Through a portal. Oh, they need Voldo. That's what they need. That Voldo. Could you imagine? Could you imagine trying to key Voldo into like Tekken engine? Like trying to pull off those like worm combos and like just Jesus. And then get get. But you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Given given that fucking belt that makes him look like his fucking dick's hanging out. Yeah, and he had like that fur tech in the last Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already kind of has that one outfit that looks like the the outfit that Nina has all the time, like the kind of like uh, dark purplish kind of jumpsuit thing. I think I think he used to have like some weird like purple spandex number from two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that, that's that's the thing. It's like I remember playing two all the time. Oh, it's, it's so my, good. My, my my friend and I spent a long time like trying to figure out like. Is that his dick or is that a belt? As it turns out, he's got, it's a like, belt. He's got like a co- like a sharp cob piece, right? Like, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like he just like if, in in two the way he moves around, he just has this fucking like belt just like flopping around, and it looks really, really like a dick. I just look, look up look up footage of Baldo from two. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> Don't forget to turn safe search off. Exactly. Yep. Whoops. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a long gold schlong he's got there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. See, <laughs> now I'm looking at all these, and I hated that alternate costume where he had the puffy pants, the the red one. I was like, my I hated playing his like costume. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, yeah. What what if what if Voldo was actually Conor McGregor? Um, yeah. It's uh, how old is Voldo? I remember he's like some hilariously high age. It's like. He was like fifty and two or something like that. Yeah, like I just imagine that's a fifty-year-old man writhing around on the ground there, just kind of rolling about, like being sassy. So, so it, sixty-seven. In, he's yeah, sixty-seven. Soul Calibur Five. He is sixty-seven years old. Fucking hell! That is not okay, Namco. Exactly. Oh man, he looks great though for sixty-seven. Like honestly, he's he's got like little to no wrinkles. Nico. Uh, I'm looking at a picture what? of Voldo right now. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? He looks, he looks, he's, looking, he's looking really well. He's looking really well. Look at him. Hold on. Let me see here. I want to know his moisturizing routine. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's got yeah, some yeah. good... This, uh, is a, this is a link to... Oh, you didn't send me a picture of Voldo? I was like, this isn't Voldo. This is just that guy who said the game journalists are mean. We're talking about unity. <laughs> what are you trying to say? The trying real to say Voldo. You trying to say that they're Voldo? Pelvic thrust to the sky for you, or whatever the hell that one move was. <laughs> no, that's you did the exactly crap what it was. Just thrust it. <laughs> like that's that's sexy, Voldo. You got to stop that. Um, SCV was that the last one? God, was there a six or not? I can't even remember. Let's see, Voldo's skin. Oh, he looks great. What are you talking about? Be nice to the boy. You you look you looks you looks like. Uh... It looks like a fucking peanut. Peanuts aren't really wrinkly. They're just kind of smooth. It looks like a fucking weird peanut shell then. I don't know. He looks very... uh... What I want to know is who keeps clothing this gentleman? Because he has like a different outfit every game. And I don't think he has any friends or anything. Like, Doesn't it imply that Voldo just lives in a dark bank vault? Well, that that was... in, in Soul Calibur 2, I remember his ending being like, okay, he gets he gets Soul Edge or whatever, and then just locks himself 
in a room for eternity <laughs> to guard it. <laughs> like um, I remember on. he's employed by some major banker or pirate or something. Because that's why he's in that vault, like protecting that vault. That would be Cervantes. No, I, I don't actually know. That's just he said pirate, and I'm like, there, Master Verse, Verse, Verci. Uh, that's that's what it says. The Money Pit is also the name of the place where he lives. It's just a great name. It's the name of my fucking first album, The Fuse Boy. <laughs> Fuse Boy. It's just The Fuse Boy. The Money Pit. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess Atari's coming out with a new console. Speaking of the money pit. Is that a new console or is it another like re-release of a older Atari console? So, uh, Atari has, well, that's the thing we don't actually really know yet, I guess. Um, Atari has revealed new details and images of its first console in over 20 years. The company has said it wants to bring both current and classic gaming content to the new device, which will contain modern internal specs. Um, this is such a weird thing because isn't it a Kickstarter? Yeah, it's it's yeah they're they're crowdfunding this thing, um, so uh, Atari said in a newsletter to fans that its objective is to create a new product that stays true to our heritage, while appealing to both old and new fans of Atari. The company stated that both variants will possess a smooth design with ribs that flow seamlessly all around the body of the product. A front panel that can be either wood or glass, a front-facing logo indicator lights that glow through the material, an array of new ports. Think of all those holes. This is what that extra money is going towards. ASMR videos. Exactly, yeah. Horny ASMR. Just think of the ribs that flow seamlessly all around the body. As you can mm. guess, these ports these ports suggest modern internal specs. It also means that while that while we will be delivering classic gaming content, we will be delivering current gaming content. Um, so no price or release date has been announced, but yeah, like I, I seem to remember hearing that this Atari thing was on Kickstarter as well. Um, but I can't seem to find anything that actually suggests this is being crowdfunded, but. Um. Yeah, that's that's weird. Uh, I li- I li- I literally cannot find. So right, okay, Atari are reportedly setting up a crowdfunding campaign for Atari Box console. Um. Uh. Yeah, you guessed that Atari may be starting a crowdfunding campaign. Oh, fucking shut up. Let me view this oh, without man. ads. Oh fucking <laughs> hell. Oh boy. If there's if there's any time for them to do either making a classic box and crowdfunding it, now's the time, because they've probably seen the response to the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Yeah. And if they figure they can get enough resources and actually put boxes in people's hands, I'd say they have one up on Nintendo, because holy shit, have both of the classics been terribly, terribly stocked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm still so mad about that. <laughs> you, 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 I mean, do you do you guys have the classic at all? Fuck no. Uh, no. Like, like it, uh, I was mad when they first came out with the NES Classic, and I was mad when they announced the SNES Classic, and I knew it was going to be the same things last time. Like the like nintendo gets a pass because they're nintendo people love nintendo and will always love nintendo products nintendo tm um (laughs) but i was 
very critical of how they handled both of these products because this is something that they could you know do for people who aren't trying to get a switch who are just trying to replace super mario world and they never stock it right they are straining themselves and they've explained like trying to produce this alongside a new console and still arguably trying to support the 3ds and wii u to a degree mm-hmm. like they're strained and there's only so many factories in the world that can make these things you know so like I, I'm not a fan of these boxes coming out and people stockpiling them or trying to put one over on eBay for 2000 or like, or sometimes in worst case scenario, fans of these games not getting them. Like, yeah. I would want any, in a right and good world, they would produce this console when they're ready for it, when they can assure a good amount of people can get them. But time after time, these classic boxes have the, failed to do that. Like, very basic supply and demand. And I'm hoping Atari can somehow, like, be Atari and somehow overproduce. And everyone can enjoy E.T. again. Uh, remember that hot fire. <laughs> I think I think when this was announced, I think I said fire up the landfills just in case. Because <laughs> I can see another plastic mountain forming just in case. Like, I think it'd be absolutely amazing if they somehow overproduced this console. I think I'd rather have that than it be like some wild success, actually. Like, oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't care enough about Atari to fucking crowdfund a new console, bar- like buy nope. them. So, um, yeah. Um, Speaking of um, the return of a, 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 an industry giant, Mass Effect director returns to head up Bioware as current boss departs. Casey Hudson's return will follow the reveal. Casey Hudson's return follows the reveal of Bioware's new IP Anthem, and this is a story that I I don't know. I put in. I don't know why because I don't really care, but. I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? I, this is interesting because they're bringing in big names again, which names like Casey Hudson kind of drove that studio for a while. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, coming off of Mass Effect Andromeda, they kind of need all of the pull they can get. Yeah. And from what I had seen, there was some buzz around Anthem. When I saw the reveal, like when I saw the gameplay... It looked fascinating to me because it kind of looks like an Iron Man simulator, but you can go underwater. So yeah, it, I I am interested to see this, and I'm interested to see if bringing in big names and trying again does well for them. Because oh man, they need a they really need a hit after Mass Effect Andromeda yep. was not like not just from a PR and response perspective but also probably just straight up from a keeping the lights on perspective like they probably banked a lot on mass effect andromeda and the troubled dev cycle as it was reported probably took a lot away from that so i'm hoping they are (laughs) putting a lot forward and doing well by themselves because i want bioware to do well i wanted mass effect andromeda to do well it did not so this is kind of interesting it's kind of like seeing uh street fighter 4 you know that was 
the first big push by Capcom to get back into making these games. And, you know, it did well enough to revitalize things. So I'm hoping this gives them a chance. And I hope this is a great game and it's, you know, amazing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I will say that the Anthem, when I when I saw, I mean, all, all I saw that... Um, I I only saw the 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 E3 trailer like we didn't see anything at E3 ourselves like I, I it had it immediately turned me off with the fake chatter um and then also I was like man this these jet these jetpack sections look like they will be ridiculously on rails <laughs> whatever you know uh or you know you're just hey you're flying through this very linear but pretty skybox, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's it's kind of weird. It feel it, something feels like kind of like nice about hearing the name uh, about hearing the the Hudson name again. Um, it, it feels like because it feels like really recently that he left. But it was actually in August two thousand fourteen. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, it, like you say they they need something to they need something good to come out of this. So I imagine they paid him a lot of money. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, so uh, so this is uh, Flynn, uh, Aaron Flynn. Mass Effect and Dra- Mass Effect and Dragon Age Studio Bioware has announced Aaron Flynn, general manager of its Edmonton-based studio, will be leaving. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This is this is a thing. Like it'd be it'd be nice to see Bioware on the up and up again because Andromeda was was not. I I, I still I, I really want to play Andromeda just because I need to see how bad it is for myself. I like glitchy, broken games, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Nico. Any thoughts? I do not care about Mass Effect, <laughs> but I do care about good games. And if Anthem is a new and good game, uh, I'll play it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Casey. Welcome back, Casey. You're always welcome on the Writing on Games cast. You, it's like you never left. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know yeah the writing on games cast it's all about good games and i feel like we've talked about a lot of good games today and i feel like that as a result of that we're done with news oh yeah as a result of that we're done with the podcast see see how i just i seamlessly link everything together nico i'm the ultimate presenter people i I'm dying. Are you, are you actually? <laughs> My tooth hurts quite a bit at the oh, moment. Right, okay, well, well, it'll, it'll, it will please you to know, Nico, that we are done with the podcast. It does not please me that we have not done questions, but I am also dying. I mean, we, we've also talked for like three hours, over three hours at this stage, so... It's, oh yeah, I, I think I think we have we have done we have we have we have provided sweet sweet sucker to the to the uh, to the podcasting gods. Um, Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
suck, suck, <laughs> suck the whole titty. Oh wait, I remember that was before the podcast. No one wanted that. That's your bizarre Final Fantasy fourteen name of the week brought to you by Hambo. That is totally going to be the title of this episode. Oh, I'm sending this to prospective employers. You can you can you can call it uh podcast number one. Okay, the censored I'll, I'll, version. I'll suck the whole podcast. There we go. Sorry. Uh, that right. sounds like hot, an hot dog water. That sounds like a like 70s or 80s metal album where it's just a picture of a guy's crotch or something let the load off yeah, yeah, I don't know. This, <laughs> this motley crew of podcasters is heading off we'll see you later guys girls 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 uh, sex cocaine doing a har- doing doing bad stuff on my harley this is this is right in the whole games cast saying thank you very much to to devin hall for joining us again yeah. uh, where, where can people find you devin uh mostly on twitter uh b-boy maestro m-a-e-s-t-r-o because that's a weird word um and that's pretty much it because i haven't written anything in a while but if something happens it'll end up on there eternally those, so those fortunes will turn around damn soon um and yeah uh I mean, we we. I mean, I already asked you this, Nico, but we've got to keep up. I mean, where are the videos? They are coming, but they won't be coming as fast until after my my tooth has left. Okay. Also, Dark Forces is such a good game. You should go play that game. Okay. Sure, I'll check it out. Not not you. You you don't like anything. Not not you. All right. Okay. Anybody but you. <laughs> um you're you're gonna find a million things wrong with it that i didn't see before and then i'll be like oh fuck and then that's the end of that game i am the design expert um speaking of experts if you ever want to ask anything about persona 5 just head over to devin's twitter just ask him he loves hearing about how he's an expert on persona um as for me i will have a q a video for patrons going up well i mean it'll be for everyone but patrons ask questions i'll be answering them uh later this week uh new episode next week um there's also a weird experiment i'm trying with kind of analytical long form playthroughs of games and stuff uh i recorded part one of that and that was really fun that'll be going up very soon and yeah with that I think that will do it for the podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. If you feel like reviewing or giving a rating on iTunes, that would help us a lot. If you don't, that's also totally cool. And yeah, with that, this has been the Writing on Gamescast. I'm Hamish Black. I've been joined by Nico Blakely and Devin Holt. And we will see you next week.